Get ready to hear some noise tonight. You're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues Radio. No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Okay, I don't know. Whatever it is, it's not right on a teleprompter. I don't know what that is. I've never seen that. Okay. Yeah, I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. Sure. There's yeah. no words there. I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. We'll, no. we'll do it live. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. And thing sucks. In five, four, three. Welcome to season six, episode twenty-three of Let's Go Blues Radio. We're live on Thursday, April tenth, two thousand eighteen. This is franchise episode number one hundred and twenty-six all time, and this is our season recap show for the two thousand seventeen. 2018 season after the Blues were eliminated from playoff contention on the last day of the season by the Colorado Avalanche. My name is Kurt Price. My Twitter handle is at Kurt Price. Bill Day's Twitter handle is at Billy Blue Note. And Jeff Ponder's Twitter handle is at jponder94. If you want to send the show a tweet, send it to at LGB Radio and we'll read it live on the air. And uh, usually you open up the show near the end of the show for listeners uh, to join us to talk hockey, but tonight. We're going to do it much earlier. So if you want to talk hockey with us uh, to complain about something, have an opinion on what you want to see the Blues do or whatever, just uh, join us in a few minutes here when we uh, we tweet out the link. So we're, we and we are actually all in the same room for the first time in forever. It feels can, like. Can so. you can you guys hear me? Is is this a good link to be from this microphone? <laughs> Should I just swallow it whole? Get it out uh, of your see, mouth, Jeff. Uh, now I got to replace the microphone, the windscreen, mm. and the thing. Thank you very much. I did some things while you were out of the room with it, too. <laughs> That's what the smell was. Mm-hmm. Thank you. YouTube's been recording all night. It's, uh, oh, no. Oh, and, no. And it, well, I have been recording locally uh, for the last, like, 25 minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> no you may just want to skip ahead. No wonder our account got suspended. Yeah, there was yeah. some, you know, I was shouting the name YouTube while the things were going on. I mean, it was, it was an ugly sight, folks. There is a vicious rumor that our account may be reinstated. Our old account may be reinstated soon, so who knows if we go back to it, but for now, we're, we're on this one, so. It's, uh, I'm in Let's Go Blues Radio Studios. This is fantastic. Yeah. You, you like it? I feel like an actual member mm. of the team for once. <laughs> yeah. And I can see now why it always seems like Bill <laughs> is looking right at me in the eye, because mm-hmm. he's watching the TV, which is literally what the camera is mounted on. Kurt's a smart guy when it came to camera placement and, and making <laughs> yeah. making me feel you know project this whole image of of attentiveness <laughs> to the listener. No, I'm, we're we're watching fucking Matt Carpenter. Yeah, we don't even actually know what's going on in the show half the time now. I'm just gonna be sitting here watching Mike Matheny do his thing, and right. uh, well, I mean, eventually mm. we're gonna flip it over to porn, right? Well, <laughs> right, no, well, yeah, right, right now it's the Cardinal game, but later on it's porn. Well, later um, we will Storm, get suspended. Stormy Daniels. <laughs> no, ah. my favorite, my favorite episode of the show was the night that we live, uh, live broadcasted uh, Youngblood. Yeah, on the uh, uh, what was it the twenty fifth, the yeah. the anniversary, whatever it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. the uh, it had have been it had have been a lot more than that, but yeah, and um, you know the Cynthia Gibbs scene, yeah, beautiful. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, we, we kind of when this show kind of <laughs> took it kind of slowed down for a second while we had to watch for about thirty seconds. I will yeah. say that uh, during that episode, I probably was confused by the looks on your faces <laughs> multiple times because I'm like, "What did I say?" Oh yeah, yeah. they're they're watching Keanu Reeves in his best role. <laughs> <laughs> he's a fucking animal. Yeah, he's an animal. <laughs> animal. Uh, don't forget to check out the let's go blues, uh, com slash radio online shop for shirts, mugs, and stickers. Um, they won't be, they won't be qu- quite as cool as this one, but they're, but they're, but they're, you know, there's some out there that are similar yeah. to this. <clears throat> you know, the J Bo Meester ones are five, um, you know, a nickel a piece now. <laughs> we should put some anti Bo Meester stickers out there. That'd be fantastic. Um, yeah, but the Bo Me- the thing about the Bo Meester stickers is they, they work about, 10% of the time. Other times, they're just not sticky. <laughs> and they cost a shit ton of money. <laughs> yes, they do. Um, <clears throat> did you like how we did this? Yeah, with they the stick, stick around forever. <laughs> right? yeah. This thing's still here? Um, yeah, you like how I did with the stickers? It's like, yeah, we have stickers. Not these. I'll show you the, the camera. They're not these. They're something else. But Completely different. It right. actually Com- just says Kurt Price, and it's a picture of his ass. It's the same logo. Yeah. Same logo, just not as, it's not die cut. For those in the True to scale, too. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the uh, I, <clears throat> we'd be remiss if we didn't uh, start off the show with uh, uh, a mention of the uh, the Humboldt Broncos, the uh, the accident, the tragic accident that happened uh, up in uh, up in the White North. So um, was it fifteen died in a number one critical condition? So um, I know a, a lot of folks were uh, uh, as a show of support. Um, Show empathy to uh, or sympathy for the for the victims. Uh, a lot of folks are putting the sticks on the front porch, so I know I, I, know, the, I saw yours. I noticed the Price household did as well. Mine's still out there. It is. Yeah. So no, it's. Uh, I mean, it. Whatever you can do to show your support, you know, I, even in a different country that will never meet any of those parents or any of those kids, you still feel for them as a parent, as a hockey player, as someone in the community. You know, people always say that. The hockey community is a small world, smaller than the world itself. And, uh, um, you know, you really felt for them. I mean, even even people that have never played the sport, obviously, they, they feel for them. But, I mean, it's just so much closer to your heart when you've played the sport, um, when you hear the stories. Like uh, Kelly Chase was telling some uh, about uh, when he was uh, riding buses in, in juniors. And I know John Taveras uh, had a pretty good tweet about it, too, and um, it's just, it's such an awful, awful tragedy. And, um, you know, my heart really goes out to, to anybody who was affected by this. Um, the, uh, official beers of episode number 126. So we'll go right from a bus accident to alcohol, which is a horrible transition, mm-hmm. but we'll do it anyway. That's what we do here on the show is horrible transition. Right. Yes. That's <laughs> we're best at. We are good at that. <laughs> uh, Bill. What do you uh, would you bring to the table this evening? Um, Founders Backwoods Bastard, it's the uh, barrel aged Scotch ale, <clears throat> really yeah like twelve percent alcohol by volume. You know, good at numbing the remaining feeling that I have after the blues. Is the again ba- terrible transition? Now. Right now, I feel like a total <laughs> asshole. <laughs> Is the bastard uh, the bastard? Uh, uh, reference at all to armstrong or or yo no, or it's it, as i tweeted it's non-thematic okay i had i had some to spare so i brought it 
Okay. End of story. All right. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's been my beer the past few weeks. Yeah. It's, ah, it's in the fridge. I want to get rid of it, so I'll drink it. That was I literally had one beer left last week, and that was mm-hmm. the one I drank on the show. Uh, Fridays. <laughs> Fridays are the days I get beer, and what do we do it on Thursday that week? So yes. I was fresh out yep. by the time I needed to restock. So hey, mm. I think too. No, and we talk over each other. No cutting out tonight. This is nice. Yeah, you sound that, like a real it's, show. I know. Right. It's, it's like yeah. This People is, are going to hear this and be like. If you put that on the radio, people would listen. Uh, apparently, uh, people are saying there's no sound in the uh, on the YouTube show. Oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? So the, oh, you know what? Kurt's got us all muted. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I'm re- I'm recording it locally. I got it. So hey, there we go. <laughs> Let me. Let me log out log back in here. That was the best open we've <coughs> ever had, and Kurt By, had us muted. It's, it's recorded locally. By far. <laughs> Make sure you podcast that for right. seven minutes. Yeah. We talked about Humboldt already, so if you're like, why have these jerks not mentioned the Humboldt tragedy? We did. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> let me let me log back in and fix it here. Woo! Okay, well, while Kurt's doing that, I'll, I'll give my beer. Uh, for those that missed it, Bill said that uh, he has the founder's backwoods bastard for tonight um tonight i uh i went to it's what it's a version of one of my favorites uh it's the the best summer beer there is it's the uh four hands brewing company um uh, uh contact high but it's the juiced version i'm guessing this is new i haven't seen it before uh i usually just get the regular contact high but i went into my local uh uh establishment this was all they had, so gave it a shot. Um, ugh, maybe I'm a bad beer drinker. I don't notice a difference at all. It tastes mm-hmm. the exact same. Sorry, Four Hands. I love you. Um, still a great beer, obviously, because it's my favorite summer beer, uh, but uh, it's just something great to drink the sorrows away. Um, and unlike Bill, I'm going to mention for the blues and for the tragedy in Canada. Mm-hmm. Now Bill feels like a true jerk. Yeah, good thing the people on YouTube didn't hear me. <laughs> well, I just reminded them. Now they know. Oh. <laughs> it's our way of getting a few extra podcast downloads, right? There I you had, go. We'll get, I, we'll get three more. This, this this would not have been an issue uh, with the sound had uh, you been at your house because I had it muted. I, I, when you I when always I, have it muted when I come I on. always well because I start mm-hmm. this thing a couple hours before and I go do my thing with the kids and everything and then I come back and I come down here and I, I will unmute it and turn the video on when it's about time for the show and it's all your fault w- we were all here so all there was fault. no need I didn't no one I didn't know that it was muted so all your fault it's there my we. fault apparently I should not have driven 45 minutes to do this show yeah I'm such an asshole it's it's my mistake <laughs> I didn't uh, I, I didn't uh, catch it so my apologies, but it's all fixed now, and yeah. By the way, Kirkwood, Missouri to Troy, Illinois, is a long drive. It's not that. We bad. learned that tonight. It's just minutes. No, 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 <laughs> no. It's, it's, it's the worst drive ever. So, <laughs> so yeah. Right now is not a good time to do that drive with forty-four being all. Shut oh, down forty-four is a joke. If anyone with Modot is listening, screw off. That's all I have to say. And I'm I'm sorry if you're not working on that part of 44, but if you are, this is awful. It's it's literally down to two lanes uh, for a large stretch, like two miles. Then it 
go well it goes from three lanes to two lanes in about five miles. <clears throat> then they have the right lane closed after that opens back up. Work on one thing at once. I never understood that. Yep. <clears throat> and then Ugh. you can't use it to get on the Poplar Street to nope. come to Illinois. No, oh, it's or... it's it's a it's a wreck. Yeah. No uh, pun intended. My beer this evening is uh the Peanut butter chocolate milk stout by Four Hands in St. Louis. It is also uh, better known as the uh, Absence of Light, which uh, I have on purpose this evening to represent the Blues' absence from the playoffs. I like it. Fitting, go. fitting. There you go. One of You're us so had smart. To, one one of us had to be thematic. I well, it was in the it was in my fridge, and I'm like, hey, Absence of Light. That's a no brainer. So I, I, this is one of my favorite. I've said this on the show before. It's one of my favorites. I love it. Um, so. There it is. It's and it's getting drunk tonight. So your backwoods bastard will say relates. Let's just say to Doug Armstrong for the sake of getting this to open to the people who want to join. Uh, yours is the absence of the Blues in the playoffs. My contact high is because when I saw the Blues lose, all I wanted to do was just smoke weed and forget about feelings. Mm. Does that work? Very, very nice. Tied it yeah. all together. Hopefully my boss is not listening. Uh, the Drop Podcast has tweeted to uh, us and said that uh, Jeff is sounding like my father-in-law. <laughs> is Jeff a 70-year-old man? Wait, I missed this? What, what's going on? Uh, you were talking while I'm talking. See, that's, that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't at, done. At, <clears throat> at uh, uh, Drop Podcast, that is Jeff is sounding like my father-in-law. Is Jeff a 70-year-old man? Why do I sound like his father-in-law? I don't know. Did he you, not elaborate on that? Uh, no. Am just, I your father-in-law? I mean, you know, it's... it's Does like, your father-in-law smoke weed? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, he's seven years old, so uh, there's a chance he did at some point in his life. I mean, he's, you know, that's a lot of, a lot he of years. He did live through the 60s. Sure. So. Which we all did. Right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, only I did. <laughs> well, that's still, that's not... No, that doesn't make any sense. Um... All right, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, today in blues history, courtesy of the at STL Blues History Twitter account, April tenth, nineteen sixty-eight, Larry Keenan scores a double overtime playoff goal, and Barkley Plager knocks two Philadelphia Flyers out of the game in the St. Louis Blues three-to-two win, uh, April twenty, April tenth, nineteen sixty-eight. And uh, that was the only one that was uh, tweeted out today by the. STL Blues History Twitter account. Uh, we've got two more that I'll, I'll read off just because they're kind of a, you know, they're kind of a big deal from April 9th. So it's within the last week. It's fine. It's the last show of the season, and, Kurt. Don't hold anything back. And it's our show and we can do whatever the we want. Mm-hmm. Um, April 9th, 2006, the jersey of Al McInnes, uh was retired by the St. Louis Blues as the uh, Blues snapped a franchise record 13-game losing streak. You recall that, guys? 13-game losing streak? Yes. Holy hell. Yes, that was the lone year I shelled out for season tickets. (laughs) (laughs) That was uh, my second year for season tickets, and uh, I think I was at four of those games, I want to say. Yeah, and I didn't get that game, so I paid out of pocket an extra game that year. Thank God they won. Yeah, I went with my uh, dad, and we had uh, we had tickets. Uh, like uh, he got one for like eight rows off the ice because we were mm. such big McKinnis fans. And I remember him saying, "Should we just leave after the uh, after the <laughs> ceremony's over?" And I'm like, "Might not be a bad idea. Maybe we could split it with someone and let them come in after the the uh, ceremony's over, and we'll just we'll just pay them like forty bucks to let us see the McKinnis ceremony." 
Yeah, that year's big free agent acquisition, Dean McCammond. Oh. <laughs> oh. And and you blues fans think you have a bad now. Thirteen. <laughs> when game I was l- young, <laughs> thirteen game losing streak. Can we oh. go back to the uh, um, LGB Forbes? <laughs> Get him, Leary. Yeah, oh God. <laughs> the, the the Eric Brewer days. Mm, man. Uh, what was the, uh, the the hashtag that was actually it wasn't even a hashtag then? It was uh, fall. Who was the next first round pick that year? There was always uh, 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 it was something always posted in the forum. Oh wait, after after uh, after who? In 06. So for the 06 draft, who was the first Oh, when, when we got when we got uh, Johnson? Was that Johnson? We oh. finished last in 05, right? 0405. No, 0405 was lockout year. Yeah, we finished last in so the 05. 06. Yeah. So it was the next year then. Never mind. I'm way off. Okay. I'm on the other side of the river. I'm completely We could have had Taze. We could have had Taze that year. Yeah. Kessel. Uh, 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 Backstrom. Uh, what's his name uh, for uh, uh, Pittsburgh? Jordan Stahl. Stahl. Yeah. yeah. All I needed was Merrick Schwarz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, uh, you know, Eric Johnson is, uh, was, he was, <laughs> never mind. Eric I don't want to. going to play I, in the playoffs this year. I don't want to go down. That. When's he come back? I didn't think it was a long-term injury. Okay. But I don't know. Yeah, uh, still. Eric Eric Cole was in the playoffs, just, too. Uh, wasn't he won a cups. Might have been 2008. Wasn't it just Stamkos with an exclamation point? Isn't that what it was? Whenever they'd lose a game, people would post that. Oh, I have no idea. If anyone's listening who is on the Let's Go Blues forums, please help me out here because I look oh, like God. such a complete fool. <laughs> yeah. Adam Gold, be, are be, you there? Be careful what you wish for when you ask for that. <laughs> Smokes more pot shows up. People, <laughs> joins people, us live. People from those forums, you, you, you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> uh, apparently, I'm because I was uh, complaining about driving 40 minutes. That's why I'm a 70-year-old man. Yeah. Oh. That makes yeah. sense. Good call. Yes. Yeah. That and you look 70. That's true. It's true. So the... Uh, the uh, uh, you uh, before we get started here, Jeff, you want to talk about uh, what you're going to be doing in the off season? Yeah, so um, uh, just want to point out, obviously, this is our last show of the season, our season wrap up show, and again, we will be opening it up here in a couple minutes. We promise. Um, we just want to get some things out of the way before, but uh, uh, we will be back periodically. Uh, for those that remember, uh, Kurt and I actually did a, a live spot at the Blue Note Sports Bar and Grill last year during the Vegas expansion draft. Uh, which was a fun show, um, and uh, we'll probably do something like that. I would imagine around that time, uh, maybe more for the draft this year. Uh, and then I think if there's anything big in free agency, we'll probably try to do something. So uh, yeah, this is our last show of the regular season, but uh, we will be back. And and I will say too that I'm working on something right now. And for those of you listening that are big Twitter personalities, I'm looking at you, Mr. Blues Hat. Uh, other blues podcasts, Jeremy Rutherford. I know you're listening. Uh, what about those damn bloggers? Those damn bloggers who just they just rag on two players all the time. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Um, <laughs> I, I'm I'm looking to uh, to interview some people, and uh, I don't know. I, I want to come up with a name of it, but uh, summer interview series is what I have now. Uh, yeah, I, I want to be able to interview just kind of people around the blues. Whether again, it's it's the actual media or if it's people who run podcasts like us um twitter personalities as i said like mr blues hat uh schwartz the um why is his name escaping me? general schwartz general schwartz i'd love to be able to talk to you kind of people just 
10, 15, 20 minute interviews in person if possible. Um, and just kind of talk to you about what you think about the blues, how you became a fan, uh, why, uh, how you got into the position you're in. If you're a writer, uh, why you started a podcast. And I think it would just be a fun little way to, to, to have some content over the summer. Uh, it's something different to listen to. Um, I, something I miss from the media is doing interviews. So it's going to be something that's going to kind of make, uh, make my day and make me happy, which is all I care about. Um, but yeah, it's, it's going to be posted as audio only at letsgoblues.com slash radio. And if you podcast the show, which most of our listeners do, nothing's going to change. You'll, uh, you'll just go about it the same way, however you download our shows. So, uh, yeah, just look for those over the summer, probably get started on those within a couple weeks. Um, I don't know who I'll go first. Maybe I'll interview one of you guys. We'll see. I'd be honored. (laughs) <laughs> I'd love to be interviewed for my own show. Yeah, that's, yeah let's, let's do it. Uh, I welcome that. Uh, that that sounds like a, a fun idea, a good idea, and the uh, the shows can be uh, listened to, uh, heard uh, on the same uh, podcast subscription of the of our show. However, you listen to them now, it's going to be the same. The right. only difference is I probably won't do them live. So uh, all you live people who like listening live, all. All three of you. Um, <laughs> uh, that's the only way you won't be able to listen. But uh, again, I will be posting everything over at letsgoblues.com slash radio. Uh, Lisa Ash uh, asked us on the uh, YouTube uh, chat, channel chat. Uh, finally logged on. Hi, guys. Uh, did I miss the Armstrong group hug presser? Not yet. So That's coming. Yeah. We, we haven't evaluated any, uh, Jack Squat yet. No. <laughs> <So>. <clears throat> nope. Took us five minutes to figure out. If you were on YouTube earlier, you <laughs> couldn't hear us. You no, know, you couldn't. But but if you want to hear what we talked about the first five, six, seven minutes of the show, it'll be on the uh, the podcast. <laughs> like I said, drive and downloads. <laughs> right, right. It's, it was. This is all part of my master plan to drive people to the podcast. <laughs> That's right. We need those downloads, folks. Uh, for just our own, you know, edification. What's the word I'm looking for? My own uh, uh, ego. Yeah, our, own ego, our own egos. Yes. What did you say? Satisfaction. I thought you said sexification. Well, that too. <laughs> is that a word? That, that's, Sexific- that's what I did earlier is, with the microphone. Is, is se- <laughs> if se- if sexification is not a word, it sh- sure as hell should be. That is a great word. Sexification. I'm, I should coin that. Mm. Somebody, somebody, just, just, I think search, that's the new hashtag for, for Let's Go Blues Radio. Do a search for sexification. See if that's been like, uh, if you don't mind being like, on a list now. I recommend <laughs> um, looking it up on your work computer. Right. Yes, exactly. Right. <laughs> uh, so since our last show, uh, the la- the Blues last game was Saturday, April seventh, which was uh, a uh, a loss uh, in uh, in Colorado, losing to a Cronky team, which uh, just just makes things astronomically worse. Um, I assume Stan, uh, Stan Cronky is aware that he uh, uh, owns the Avalanche. Maybe. Yeah, I, I, what I this this is seriously what I imagined. I imagined him like sitting in his gold-plated bathtub, it, probably wearing a suit while he's taking a bath, and uh, uh, an assistant walking in going, uh, Mr. Cronky, uh, one of your teams beat the uh, St. Louis Blues tonight. And he said, The Nuggets? Uh, yeah, Nuggets? No. Rams? No. Whatever that soccer team is I own? No. What else do I own? Colorado Avalanche? Oh, the baseball team. 
No, the hockey team. <laughs> oh, okay, good, good, good. That's how I imagine it. Uh, <laughs> I don't think he's aware he owns any sports franchises uh, because he sure as hell doesn't act like uh, he cares if they win anything no. ever. <laughs> no. Right. He thinks he's just a, you know, the best Ram season ticket holder. <laughs> they, <just give> <laughs> they let me do, they let me do anything I want. I can go on the field. I can, I get to wear a hat. He, uh, he probably just assumes that the money he spends is just for season tickets. <laughs> <laughs> They're pretty expensive season tickets. <laughs> All right. So let's get into this game real quick. We want to just kind of talk about the game like we normally would everybody. And then we're going to, Jump right in and letting you join. I promise. We're gonna keep teasing it like uh like uh what's that show, the the the, the HBO where they keep talking about how winter's coming. We're oh, keep uh, telling you Game winter's Thron- coming, but it's never actually going to yeah. come. Well thanks a lot, spoiler. I haven't seen it yet. <laughs> it's only uh, seven years in, I haven't seen it yet. So let's start with the thing that set me off on Twitter. If you look on my Twitter profile, right now my avatar is in what should have been offsides. <laughs> But it is not offside. We all know the play I'm talking about. Um, what, are, what are your guys' thoughts? When you were watching the game, right away, right away, and I'll say for me, I was like, that's offside. While the game was going, did you have the same reaction? Yeah. Yep. Well, and what, what did you say when you saw the review? Well, my, my, my buddy was over here. We were watching the game. Uh, Mark was over. And You have other uh, friends? <clears throat> I do. I have, uh, I have one other one. Nice. Which, yeah, so... Uh, I was busy that evening, so I couldn't invite you guys because I have a one friend limit at a time, <laughs> uh, which is totally being broken right here. So wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Actually, no, that's not I, true. No, I was gonna Build say. A friend. I was gonna say. I'm I don't not know. your friend. Yeah. No. So that's exactly. why. Yeah. Okay. You're an acquaintance. You're an acquaintance. I'm an associate. You're an associate. Yeah. <laughs> or an acquaintance. Associate's too close. Too personal. <laughs> it's You're an acquaintance. Cool. Uh, I, I helped you move <clears throat> into this house. You did. You did, and I appreciate that greatly. I bought you Taco Bell to you still <laughs> pay like me. cheapest fast food you can buy. I'm like yes. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, and I, I said I thought at the time I yeah I said to him I said that 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 might have been offside, and then I'm thinking the whole time like all Blues fans are thinking oh well if they score then we're reviewing it right, and sure enough they score and I'm like I point I'm like oh, review it review it review it and. <sighs> They showed the replay a number of times. I'm like, God, it's close. That's so close. Mm. But then they zoomed in and they showed it. I'm like, I, I see white. I'm like, mm. I, I'm thinking, I'm, th- I'm thinking it's overturned. I, that's, I, I mean, I, I think, I thought it was offside. If, if you're gonna ask me, if you're gonna ask me one way or the other, is it offside or onside? You can't, you can't play the fence. You can't say, oh, inconclusive. No. If you say onside or offside, I'm saying offside. No, I agree. I absolutely thought it was an offside play from from the moment it happened live. I thought it was out, and it was the out. the NHL does as always seems to do and errors on the side of whatever the initial linesman's call was because they put it in the hands of the same guy to go go back and look at the video and say was this offside or not. And so basically, do you want to admit that you're wrong? Right. They did change the rule <clears throat> interference. Did you see that? No. So so now uh, starting, uh, I think it started actually last week. Goal interference will be determined by Toronto. 
Yeah, which that, I, yeah, I yeah, like yeah, that yeah. much well, better. Well, <laughs> yes and no. It's you know I I think the uh, um, on uh, Puck Soup they've talked a lot about this and how it's just basically another excuse for Colin Campbell to get another couple years out of his career yeah. with the NHL, sit in the war room with a retired referee and review those kinds of plays. That's great. Just get rid of the fucking offsides review already. Agree. Get rid of it. It's, yeah. Yeah. It, well, you have to live with bad calls being made. Well, here's, here's what they need to do. And we've, we've talked about scenarios all season about this. It needs to not be... A coach's review. They should just every play where they say, you know, I always say give it a time limit, five, ten seconds, whatever. If it was offside in that time, Toronto calls down and says, Hey, that was offside five seconds ago. We're calling that goal back. No question. That's if you're gonna have an offside review at all, that's what it should be. But I'm with you. Let let the linesmen do their jobs. They miss it, they miss it. It's human error, it's a part of the game. On the or we've talked about it before. Technology fix. Mm-hmm. Put something in the puck that yeah. says it's it's across the line entirely, that, or it's not. That technology is there. They could do it with goals too. Uh, the, the, mm-hmm. the goal line. No, absolutely. They, you put some put some uh, sensors in the post and in the, in the ice and on the goal line and, and put something in the puck. You could do that. Um, I don't know why. I mean, it's. I, I, I actually enjoy the human element. I enjoy mm. the like in baseball, especially. I enjoy the the balls and strikes from the umpire. I, I, do, I do. I do too. I like the human element. I like the air. I, 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 it's weird. I enjoy the inconsistency. You know what I mean? You, you were um, Deckinger's. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Plays at first base are different. Uh, but the balls and strikes I like, um, but I don't. I don't mind other reviews within reason. I don't like. I hate. The fact that they take a long time sometimes, which makes no sense to me whatsoever. When you see each replay a couple times, how long does it take? Um, And I've said this before on shows where I think if you, you need to limit initial replays and things like that to 30 seconds or a minute and, or uh, two or three replays to see uh, if they can determine if they can make a call or not. And if they can't, then whatever the call on the ice is stands. How many how many angles do they have for let's just let's stick to offside to discuss this. How many angles do they have? They've got a camera on each blue line, right? Mm-hmm. Or on each end of the blue line. Yep. Which which then, have, they have a four K one, which we can't which we we don't have access we to. We don't have access to. No. But so apparently there's what, three, maybe four angles. Why don't you just let them view each angle one time, slow motion? And then you say, Okay, like it's like when you're watching a YouTube video. Time's right. up. Go to the next video. Right. Because stuff happens so fast, and you're like, okay, let's slow it down for you. You can look at each angle once, and then and then and then decide if you want to change your mind on the play. Yep. That's I I I buy that. Well, I'm with you. I think that so if a referee or a linesman misses a call, I get mad and I'm like, what the hell? How did you miss that? But when they miss the call, then it goes to review. Obvious. Obvious that either. That, that either there's not conclusive evidence to overturn it, but they do anyway, or obvious that the call is wrong, but they still uphold it. That makes me to the point where I want to turn the damn game off. I don't care if it's a one, one game. I want to turn it off because it's like, you can't even have review and get it right. If a guy sees it and doesn't call it right. Okay. That's one thing. Fine. It's human element. Like you said, I kind of enjoy that. But when you have all this time taken away and they have to 
uh, uh, look at each review, or re- each replay, and, and it takes five minutes, and they still get it wrong. What's the point? Uh, the Drop Podcast tweeted us and said that about the uh, sensors and the puck and the and whatnot we just talked about. Uh, so that you can do it. Yes, you can do it. The software company I worked for built something that could be used, and it cost hardly nothing. <laughs> so that sounds like a win-win situation if that would work. Hey, uh, uh, Gary Bettman, if you're listening, contact The Drop at Official The Drop on Twitter. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> the, the problem with that is if, if one of the NHL owners had that technology, they would use it. But yeah. it's probably one of their competitors, so they're never. I'm sure use that's. You're not, probably right. Not to, not to change the subject, uh, but I will just for a second. Let me get right back uh, before we get too far. Lisa Ash asked uh, on the uh, YouTube chat, uh, "Hey guys, do the Blues take over the Rampage next year as a primary team, or do we again not have a primary team? We do take over the primary HL team next season. Yeah. So there, that's. I'm not sure what else we can say about that. I, no, I've <laughs> I've, uh, I've never been to a Rampage game, but I'm actually told that it, it, they have a strong following and um that uh it's a it's a nice arena so i i i think that could be a fun little trip go to san antonio and then maybe check out dallas if the blues are playing them and that'd be fun we should we should look into that maybe next season uh she also said that uh, she shut the game off after the linesman grabbed the 1960 peach rotary phone (laughs) knew it was going to be a goal over over analyzing we were we were at the watch party with st louis game time um a couple of my friends and i we actually had our own watch party for our hockey league but luckily it was in the same place so we grabbed a table right next to game time and um we all uh at first i mean everybody in the bar was going oh they're they're gonna call that one back they're gonna call it back but the longer it went a couple of us i know mr blues how one of them turned around and said this is this is taking too long. They're not going to call it back. See, I thought I thought it was taking a little bit longer because they were going to determine how much time to back on the clock and all that stuff. That's what I thought it was going towards. I thought, okay, they're going to overturn it and they're looking to see how much time to put back on the clock for when it was offside, which wasn't that much more time. But that's the way I was hoping it was going to go. Maybe it was like just opt, uh, you know, hopeful, wishful thinking on my part for that. But that's that's the way I thought it was going. I'm sure uh, we'll have more discussion with us, the people that are going to join us. So let's, uh, uh, you guys want to move on? Or is there anything else you want to add? Uh, see, Lisa Ash said, uh, so yeah. So Chris King going to be a decision maker for NHL and goals. I'm scared even more. Chris King. Chris oh, King. Former, former New York yeah. Islander. Is he, is he in the AHL now as, no. a, as a coach? No. No, he's going to no, be no. He's He's been in, in, Toronto. The, uh, in the war room since it opened. Oh, I didn't even realize that. Right. And Chris uh, King, Colin Campbell. Okay. I know Colin Campbell, which I'm not happy about. Yeah. And she said Holy every the clown. Every time it's a goal, uh, every time it's a goal, puck goes completely over the line. I want the NHL to implement confetti cannons going off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and she said uh, it's Ash from Twitter, Ash underscore Gibbs Blues, the angry Canadian. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, drop podcast uh, talking about the I guess the the technology for the offside. Uh, he says, we demonstrated it for first downs and other calls, and the NFL said they did not want it because it questions the authority of the refs. That's what you're doing <laughs> with review. That's right. ridiculous. Okay. So that, 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 that's exactly the point. It reviews, questions. It's not questioning the authority. It, everyone knows it's a fast-paced game, and you're going to miss stuff. That's the way it works. And that's why reviews are implemented in, in baseball. Sometimes... You know, you can't see everything. That's just the way it is. You're, it's a human error. It's just the way it works. 
and and replay is meant to and it all stems back to the that offsides call on the playoffs of the Blackhawks where the oh. guy was like five feet offside and it was missed. Yep. And that, that and of course it was involved in the Blackhawks. So something must be done to fix this situation. Um, so Jake Allen's play. Yeah, Jake Allen's play. Um, we again, I'm sure later we'll get into the whole mental break thing again. But as far as this game, he was outstanding. Yeah. I thought he yeah. played well. Apparently, he pulled his hamstring, still played well, not noticeable at all. It was uh, noticeable. but uh, Yeah, but not noticeable to where it was hampering his play. I, I, I was, I, I was uh, not in favor of Allen playing. The, going I mean, into the game, nope. and I, I wanted yeah, Hutton. Sure. Hutton was the better Consensus goalie. Consensus in St. Louis. Yeah. Hutton was the better <laughs> goalie all season long. He played really well against Chicago the night before. Had an easy workload. Wasn't really. He didn't have to do much. What he faced twenty two shots or something like that. It was. It was pretty. It wasn't many. Um, and not a lot of tough saves either. So he was. He should have been fine. The, he he would have been fine. The one goal I thought was a little weak. In Chicago, yeah, okay, but um, but I mean, still, but he was he, good. He was fine. I mean, yeah. when you're putting, when you know your team's putting up four goals, yeah, he was fine. That. He and, played, he played a strong game except yeah. for that goal. Yeah. yeah, and so and I was and when Allen was starting, I'm like, this is to me, it's almost like um, Allen's make or break game for maybe I'm um, being too dramatic. His make or break game for his time in St. Louis. If he plays really well, well, then there's an argument to, for fans to make him, you know, that he can stay. But if he's terrible again, then it's like, what are we doing with this guy? I would even make the case that that was his statement game for a career? being an NHL starter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like not yeah. just a blue starter. I mean, yeah. if he, oh. maybe you can still move him if he plays bad, but he's not going to be a starter. I think else. you could. I think. I mean, he's he had enough. He had enough hype, you know, to be when he was coming up, and he's had stretches where he has been really good. I think where somebody would maybe take a chance on him, but the thing is, he's making four and a half or whatever it is. Um, which people say, well, that's a that's a really good going rate for a number one goalie. He's not a number one goalie. Right, <laughs> that's, that's the problem. That's the thing. We're yeah. you know, unfortunately, we're we're getting what we paid for. Um, you know, not a number one goalie. Um, <clears throat> you know, my so my hot take after the game on Twitter was. Uh, gutsy effort by 34 tonight should mean there's a uh, there's a GM out there uh, willing to take him. <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, our GM is probably just as enamored as the schmuck willing to take. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I mean, so we're gonna we're gonna so be- yeah, we'll get into the, the the presser a little bit later. And you know, I, I I agree completely with everybody who pointed out that there's no way that. Arbtruck's going to go to that presser and say, yeah, he's not going to be here next year. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. And, and it's, it's almost like it's just you, you expect him to say certain things, and he said them. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I think when he said that, you know, Alan is going to be our guy next year, and I think I, I tweeted out uh, on the show's account on Twitter, I'm like, you know, the definition of insanity, we all know what right. it is. Right. Mm-hmm. Expecting, you know, doing the same thing over again, expecting, expecting a different result. Um, we all know what it is. And uh, I think someone says some replied to it. And I'm like, yeah, I, I, that's he Armstrong had to say that, and then that's the response that you expect to get. I mean, really, to be honest. So uh, there's nothing that was all status quo on both sides. For you know, Armstrong says something that people don't believe or don't want to believe, and then people respond in kind. There right. was uh, there was one thing he didn't say that kind of surprised me because he says it every year. 
I'm going to talk to Vladimir Sabotka and see if he's interested in coming back. He said that every year for the last, what, 20 years yeah, now? Right. He's, the fact he's under contract is... Oh, wait, that's right. right he, he played right, right, this season. Right. I forgot. Right. Yeah. He was so overwhelming all year. Uh, Lisa Ann is... Lisa Ash is Lisa a... Lisa Ann? Lisa Ash. I'm a big Lisa Ann fan. Lisa Ann. You guys know who Lisa Ann is, right? Is a porn star? I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. Okay, I was just guessing. <laughs> I had... I, I was... I, the way you responded, I'm like, it's got to be a porn it's star. It's got to be a porn star. It's got to be a porn star. Um. Uh, so uh, he says, I'm a guy, LOL. So Lisa Ash is a guy. Uh, maybe oh. it's Ash Lisa, Lisa Ash. Maybe it's his girlfriend's account. Maybe. Or maybe it's a guy named Lisa. <laughs> <laughs> Which we don't judge on this show. No, no. Um, but he says, uh, does Saboka and Allen in a group deal a feasible deal to Ottawa for Hoffman and a draft pick? Mm. Mm. Why would you do that? If you're, if you're Ottawa? Ottawa? No, I would. I, I mean, they need a goalie, but that's yeah. But uh, yeah, I, 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 I guess you never know what teams are gonna like want or love in a player, but I don't see them liking that deal. I mean, I, I tell you what, that's an interesting combo though. Allen it, and Anderson. Allen and Sabocca, Anderson, be pretty good. No, so in, in goal, in goal. Oh, 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 yeah. If they could get those two together and and afford them, that I think that's a. a Damn good pairing. The the deal wasn't wasn't Anderson though. It was Saboka. No, and but I'm but I'm saying that would give them. Oh, Allen Allen right, right, sorry, in sorry. Ottawa. Right. Okay. So yeah. So on the you know if if the Blues were to trade Jake Allen, so then are we going with Hutton Huso? Hutton um, says he's ready to be a one A. Did you see that today? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, when when I read when I read his comments today, it was. So long, St. Louis. Yeah, basically. And I, because we I, all know that they're not. They, oh, he'll unless get, they, they find a way to move Allen at right. the draft, which I don't know if they will. Yeah, it would. Well, it would take a lot for Armstrong to move him. I think Arm, Armstrong uh, to move Allen. Yeah, because I think because well, I think the pride plays a factor in every GM, every head coach, and you got to look at it as. It was probably hard for him to swallow it and say, yeah, I need to move Laterra, even though he got a good trade for him. I, I really I think see. part of him was like, I'm basically admitting I made a huge mistake here with this trade. If he does that two years in a row, that's hard for a GM to swallow, no matter who you are. Yeah, trading somebody, uh, trading your number one goalie uh, in the first year, of after the first year of a four-year contract, um, that's, yeah. It's hard. It's yeah, hard oh, yeah. to swallow. I mean, and I'm not trying to give Armstrong any credit here. Trust me. It's just, that's hard to swallow as the man who's in charge of this team. Yeah. Uh, see, uh, oh, Lisa Ash says, it's Ash with my wife, Lisa. Okay. Okay. His wife's name is Lisa. His name is Ash. Combined account. So Beautiful. there you go. Yeah, that's I'm glad that's cleared up. <laughs> uh, so, do you guys take any merit to the Allen possible trade made by Rutherford in his last Twitter comment about something this summer? Oh yeah, he made a comment about about Allen being moved. I I like to believe it, and and I think uh, Rutherford has a better pulse in this team than anybody, even Jim Thomas. So um, I could see it. Uh, I, I would don't think Rutherford's coming out with bullshit like we see some from some reporters, but. At the same time, like we just and said, it's going to be bloggers. Yeah. <laughs> it's just it's going to be hard, I think, for Armstrong to admit that he needs to move his number one goalie. 
you know what? I it depends what you get. I yeah. mean, if he, if he if he shops him and uh, he gets something that they like. Hey, Mark Bergevin, I <laughs> yeah. got a deal for you. Good lord! Oh, hey, here's Jake Allen. Uh, he's a Montreal boy. Yeah. Exactly. Um, you got that uh, Carey Price guy. Uh, the Drop Podcast uh, uh, in the YouTube chat said uh, Armstrong is in love with Allen. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. I mean, well, I mean, I mean, obviously he's signed a four-year contract. All I think a lot of people. Points to yes. A lot of people have something to say about this, so I think we need to open this up pretty quick. All right, you want to do it now? Let's do it now. Let's open it up. Let's do it. Let's do it now. Stay tuned to your Twitter because he is going to tweet out the <laughs> uh, the link. Right? Yeah. You put it on the website too, or you just? Put I, it I, on... I'm gonna I'm gonna do both. Okay, there you go. So uh... he's gonna put us on mute and speak it, <laughs> just spell it out. Yeah, the three of us are gonna be muted the rest of the show. The rest of you just go ahead. Um, so I guess while we're waiting for people to join, um, Tarasenko injury. That, could you imagine? Let's just say somehow the Blues pull that out of their asses. Mm-hmm. They win that game or they take it to overtime and they make the playoffs. Tarasenko's done. Yeah. What happens against Nashville? Okay, real quick. The link is tweeted out at, at, at LGB Radio. So go ahead and go to that account and uh, click on the link to join us if you want to talk with us live on the air. Uh, or go to letsgoblues.com slash radio. And uh, if you're there already, just refresh the page and uh, the link to click us uh, to join us will be uh, active. So okay. if you want to join us and talk some hockey, come on. So in your scenario, what should have happened and what would have happened? What should have happened is the Blues call up one of the one of the young guns that they have. Obviously, Eric Foley, uh, Armstrong came out today, said he was injured. That's why he didn't report. Mm-hmm. Um, but you bring in another guy. You bring in another guy. Sorry. I'm just, it's it's like conversation in this room <laughs> with all of us here. Mm. All right. Go ahead, Bill. God oh, Bill, damn don't it. feel dejected. God Go ahead. damn you. <laughs> so, so what should have happened? Don't let me use this. Both of you. Yeah, please don't. I, I'm pretty sure I know where that's been. <laughs> You're pretty sure. Oh, are you? Well, you don't know where this microphone's been. Yes. You don't know where that baby's been. True. So what should have happened is they should have called up one of the, uh, one of the young offensive guys. Well, would have right one of those guys right okay Costin, um Thomas Thomas Cairo bring one of those right uh, no <laughs> no we traded him oh yeah that's Butler right. or we waived him we waved <laughs> that's him right. and sent him away well Butler Butler no. What 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 would have happened is yes they play Chris Butler on the first line (laughs) because he's a veteran guy. Sure, yeah, he's got experience. Can't trust the kids. Can't trust the kids. Yep. (laughs) We we have a one kid up this year limit, and that was uh, uh, Vince Dunn. So so you're saying that they should have done that, but they wouldn't have. We all know that. Mm -hmm. Doug Armstrong knows that. Mike Yo knows that. So they wouldn't have done that. They would have called up, um, I can't think of anyone, a veteran that they have playing on the AHL team. But yeah. they would have called up anyone. doesn't matter. They wouldn't have played because mm-hmm. they just would have put Sunquist out there instead. Is Peter right. Sena still in the league down there? Yeah, Peter Sena. Probably Peter Sena. Tony Herkus? So they would have done that. They would have put going to Nashville with Chris Thorburn probably on the third line now. Yep. What happens? 
Um, they don't score a goal in that series. Do they? Do they pull a Blackhawks and score three goals in four games? Less. I'll take the under. Wow. And I agree. I, at That's best, rough. they're scoring That's a goal rough. a game. That's rough. At best. Mm. Uh, the Drop Podcast has joined us uh, on oh, the show. Oh, boy. I'm assuming this is uh, Mr. Lance Scott. The, you are the, assuming correctly, the, but you know what happens, Kurt, when you assume things. Right. Uh, the famous, infamous. What's what's better, infamous or famous? Infamous, I like infamous. Infamous is a little more like dangerous. Yeah, like a like a outlaw. Yeah, 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 like Jesse James. The infamous. No, he's uh, not just famous. He's infamous. infamous. Yes. <laughs> Quote the three amigos. Great. Yeah. So the infamous Lance Scott has joined us from the Drop Podcast, which you can mm-hmm. check out at uh, your Twitter account is the uh, official the Drop. Correct. Or you can, yeah, or you can yeah. check out the website at droppodcast.com. There you go. And uh, Lance puts out a, a, a podcast uh, pretty much uh, after every game, right? Yes, sir. There you go. So he's he's busy. Uh, busy so, so Lance, um, let's just make it broad. What's What do you want to talk about? <laughs> well, I know we're on the Jake Allen thing, and... I fully understand why people want to get rid of him. I don't think this whole year's uh, fiasco with him was all his fault, considering how the Blues can't seem to score more than two goals after December. You know, they don't have a lot of offense. He needs to take some blame for it, of course. I'm, like I said, I'm not saying he's not to blame. And I wouldn't have a problem with somebody getting rid of him, but he's got the 20th salary in the league at $4.3 million. The 25th and 26th goaltenders are making $4 million. Who are they going to get for that kind of money or maybe a little bit more that's going to be better than he is? I can't think of anybody. I know a lot of people run at Ranta, but he signed quickly after the end of the season. And I don't even know if he was the answer. I think on the right team with the right defense and enough skilled players, which the Blues don't have, uh, he would be pretty good. But I would and I know you guys are going to think I'm crazy, but I would actually be happier if they kept Jake, signed Carter Hutton. I know I. what worries me about Carter, like Jeff said, he wants to be a 1A, wants to be a number one goalie. Somebody's going to pay this guy 4 or $5 million a year. I can already see it. And I don't think the Blues can have a Niemi Lettinen situation paying two guys 4 to $5 million a year. But I would be happy if they got rid of Berglund and Sabotka. I know Berglund was on fire the last month, but that those two contracts, I think, are some of the worst. And you've got to also admit, goddamn blogger. I think, <laughs> goddamn blogger. You've got to also admit that Alex Steen has not played well this year. He's not played up he, to his five point seven million dollar contract. He's only getting older. I there's nights he was just gangbusters, and you could see it. He looked very good. But what happens to a player when they get older? You guys know it. They're not as consistent, and he's not as consistent as he was two to three years ago. Uh, Lance, I mean, I, I want to address all your points here, but the <clears> first <throat> thing that I want to touch on is kind of agree with you with, with the Allen thing because the, but the problem is that, that I don't know what team is going to be looking for a starting goalie this year. Well, next year? That's, this that's com- what I'm saying, coming? this coming year. Because right. Carter Hutton, yeah, I mean, a team could be paying him 4 to $5 million, but... I, Who's going to be looking for a starter? You think, that's, that's what you, I'm questioning with with Hutton. Right you think now. someone's going to give him four or five million dollars? Hutton? Maybe I don't, I don't I think, think so. I think he would he, get even uh, on the open market. 
I think the best he could get is a one-year four million. Hey, more I, more know, than that, I don't think he's going to get more than a year. He made a little over a million this year. Yeah, um, I think I think the sucks. best he would do, I could see him getting about three years at about two point five to three per. Even though he had great numbers, I just don't see anybody taking a big flyer on him because it's been such I, a small sample size. I think. Well, could you see somebody giving him two years at maybe three, five? Yeah, I could see that. Maybe yeah, three. I could see that. Yeah, I think three, three, five. I think four. Yeah. I think I think four is is. If he's getting four, it's for one year. Yeah, it's going to be a prove yeah. it deal. Yeah, maybe. I. Well, I it's going to be the Derek Roy deal, but I, but with yeah, more exactly. upside. I think this well, is probably the worst goalie free agent market. It's been a, it's in a bad. very it's, long it's time. It's terrible. Aaron Dell is like top five. Right. No, Carter Hutton is the number one guy. He's the number one yeah. at this point now that Ron's had resigned. So, yeah. you know, it's it's kind of shitty for him that there there are no teams that really have a major need and goal. Well, well what about Anderson Car- in Ottawa? I, I'm not really impressed with him. I think Carter Hutton could possibly do better than him. Well, uh, that's the one. T- them and, and the Islanders. The Islanders, are the yeah. Only two teams I could think of. Car- Carson Massey in the uh, YouTube chat said they should trade for Holtby this summer. Grubauer has mm-hmm. uh, taken the starting job, and the star prospect uh, Samsonov is signing in a few weeks. They yes. will keep Grubauer over Holtby uh, because of age and money, so value is low. Samsonov is yeah. going to be their man. I mean, that's clear. So. But but I don't know if I'm ready for Holtby. Right, and at the same time, again, this is this is a, a shitty goalie market. If any other team's looking to make a move at goal, the Blues are comfortable with Jake Allen. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, they're, they're not gonna. The Blues aren't desperate. Armstrong's not desperate to move Allen. He's not gonna do that. Um, so that's that's. I guess we have that going for us, where he's not gonna just give him away for nothing. Although, um, would you guys? We talked about this last week. And I think that you were, you guys were, correct me if I'm wrong, on board with going with Hutton and Huso next year. I so so I guess Lance, let me ask you this question: Are you more comfortable with going with Jake and Huso, or Hutton and Huso? Because I don't think it's going to be a Jake and Hutton situation. I don't think that's going to be a possibility. Yeah, I don't think that's going to be a possibility either. If you could get the Carter Hutton or even some guy close, you know, if you could get a Carter Hutton with a save percentage of about 915, 918, and you could get him with a goals against of about 2-4 for a full season, I would have no problem with that. But my only concern is, is his sample size. Yeah. But then again, you know, if he gets hurt, what can Villahuso do? He was a great player in the AHL. You know, he was named to the rookie team. And Armstrong in the press conference today stated, well, we don't want to rush you. Well, there comes a time when you have a need and you've got to put a guy in there. But I would be actually better off, and I hate saying this, with Hutton and Huso than Jake Allen and Huso because I think with Jake Allen and Huso, Jake's not the kind of guy to try to help a young player. I just don't see that. I don't think he would be you know, standoffish to him. But Jake's got enough on his mind to worry for himself. Hey, Lance, do you think the Blues, uh, after any moves they may make in the offseason, I know it's, it's contingent on that uh, to some degree, or maybe maybe it is, isn't even that. Do you think the Blues could contend for a cup next season? Just real quick. No, Just real quick. no because okay. because they're going to rely on, from what I understand, I've, I keep getting emails from people from listening to my podcast, and I know you guys probably get them too. They've already got Foley, 
Costin, Thomas, and Kyrie are on this roster, and where the hell are they going to fit in? Well, here's and the I, thing. Here's you might a, see one or two, two of those two guys. Here, here's the thing, though. So I asked that question uh, because I wanted because my point is this: is that if 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 the Blues are not going to be contending for a cup next season, then really it would not be the worst thing in the world to go with Hutton and Huso. And if Hutton can't cut it as a starter and start 60 games a season, then you see what Huso's got. And they weren't contending for a cup anyway. That's exactly right. I don't, I don't see any big moves. You know, they can go ahead and sign Tavares. And I think that really helps them if they could go after him. But he's going to want ten to twelve million dollars a year in an eight million dollar contract, and we all know Doug Armstrong. He tends to give too much money to players that don't deserve it, not players that deserve it. <laughs> that's true. That's, that's a, you know what? Here's here's the thing though. Is it okay? Say let's say the Blues. Uh, I'd be shocked if it happens. I I, I know they're going to. Yeah. They at least have to inquire and offer, but I'd be shocked if we get Tavares. We just don't. That just doesn't happen for us that often. Uh, it, it's happened like once. To be honest, it doesn't happen but for a lot of. Times. I know, I agree. Yeah. But to and, and on the on the flip side, not. I mean, people say, well, everyone's going to want Tavares. Well, sure, everyone would love to have Tavares, but who has twelve million dollars in cap space? True. That they could use and need a number one center. So mm-hmm. there's not going to <coughs> there's not going to be a ton of teams. <coughs> they have twelve in cap space. <laughs> They're going to have a lot. I thought yeah. they were going after. Um, they got Kovalchuk I, already. Right. What's he making? Exactly. Three and a half, I think. Okay. Well, then it's not going to be half that much. Four. So, but okay. But so if if the if the, if the Blues go after uh, uh, Tavares, and they and let's say they they get him, then uh, they got Fabry back, who maybe he's not what we expected because of his injuries. Maybe he is. We don't know um, because the the injury. I'm not sure. I'm not a doctor. I don't know how this uh, comes into play, but. Um, from what I understand and what I'm, what they're saying, what they've said, is that the injury, the uh, the surgery didn't was not successful. It didn't take. So it's not like it was completely successful and it healed all the way. And then he hurt it again. It it wasn't fixed properly. And he is like the one in a hundred chance, and it was him. And so he hurt it again. So it's not like. I guess you could. The optimist says that it's, he's not necessarily injury prone with this with this knee thing, but uh, maybe it's just a, a faulty surgery, and now it'll be fixed right this time. So hopefully that's the case. But so Tavares, um, Fabry back, uh, hopefully near what we wanted him to be last year. Let's say one or two of Costin, Thomas, uh, Kairou make the team, um, and if goaltending is changed or addressed, um, that's significant. I mean, as far as like uh, addressing uh, top six needs, you had Fabry and Tavares, um, which makes really allows some of the top six guys that should be bottom six actually playing their role, and then uh, maybe goaltending's better, so uh, or at least more consistent, and not like the huge, huge awful, and then the huge awesome. So. No, I think you know what I mean. I, yeah, I think it's true. that 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 might be optimistic, right? right that's, but that's ex- I, in my opinion, that's a perfect world. Right, to be that's honest. that yeah. is that is your utopia for, and for it, next season. What what I think is going to happen is you know, Tavares is going to wind up somewhere like Montreal, Islanders, 
Toronto. Didn't he say he didn't want to play in a bit? Did, he didn't want to play in the in the the big media spotlight. He didn't want didn't want that. Didn't somebody say that? Yeah, we'll see what he says when he gets twelve million. Right. right. When somebody tosses some coins. That spotlight's not so bright when you get twelve million dollars a year for <laughs> yeah. years. But and Lance would know from experience. <laughs> yes. Right. When I get twelve dollars a year for eight years. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, Toronto would. Would you know? I I don't think that they're set up for it. I think they're going for Dowdy, if anybody. Mm. But I'd love to see Dowdy out of LA. I can't stand Dowdy. He's a fantastic player, great player. Um, I just I can't stand that guy. He's, he I mean not and not because he's good. He's a dick. He has a dick. He's a, he's he's a, a dick. dick. He is. He's a he's a he's a yeah. He's that's a good, large he, penile implant. He is a he's a penile implant. He's a yes. Hey, you know what? I think I think this team needs some some toughness. Uh, what do you think about them going out there after that? There, uh, Yadier Molina. <laughs> Didn't somebody say put him in goal? <laughs> yeah. I, I'm yeah, sure it was. I'm sure it was a put joke. Put Yadier in goal. Put Yadier in goal. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. Uh, Can you imagine if if Molina pulled a Deion Sanders and played two sports, baseball and hockey, and uh, played goal for the Blues? St. Louis yeah. fans would would lose their shit <laughs> yeah but you know they what the bad already. thing is it, we just all love that but there's nobody standing in front of him when people really pitch to him and there's no deflections i don't think there's somebody out there with a baseball black bat defecting the I, ball but yeah I, but I, I, uh, you know more or less joking getting back to the to the to the Tavares thing you know, I, i'd love to have him too but i i don't know if the blues want to go that route and getting to robbie fabry they're going to sign him to probably a one-year deal worth eight hundred thousand to nine hundred thousand bucks, and and then he'll score. I've got a real, I've got a real good orthopedic surgeon years, I've known from some issues that I've had, and he said with those type of surgeries, he knows the guy that operated on Fabry. He said that leg is weak, 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 and it takes probably a year to get back to where it's even strong. He'll have it based after have, the surgery. He'll have and it. He's gonna, yeah, he's going to have some time to get back and strong, but. I really doubt, Kurt, he's going to be the same player. I'm, I'm not, not saying he's not going to be good. No, I'm not saying he's going to be the same player. I'm I'm just saying that uh, from – and this is me not speaking as a doctor. This is me just talking and, and thinking, well, Did you gosh, play a doctor on TV? I, I did. Well, I, oh, I and I did stay at a Holiday Inn Express last night too. So, <laughs> but uh, – <laughs> so, You're so funny. Oh, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but uh, – but yeah, no, I'm not saying he's going to be the player we wanted him to be last year, but um, you know, I, I just just as a fan talking, I was like, gosh, is it possible that because the surgery didn't take the way it should have, and if that and and that may not officially be the case, that just that the rumor is that uh, the the surgery didn't take the way it should have. So is that more on the the structure of his knee, or is it more on the surgery? So if the surgery is done properly and is effective this time. Then how much stronger is his knee now than it was before last season? That's what I'm sure. getting at. So, and maybe it's stronger. Maybe it is. And maybe you're right. Maybe it is. Uh, maybe it is uh, much weaker. And he needs more time to recover. And I'd be fine not playing in the first month through the season to let him fully recover mm-hmm. if he needs that. That's fine. I don't care. That's fine. Yeah, that don't bother me. But so I wanted to ask you guys I, one thing. I mentioned earlier that a lot of people emailing me and asking me questions. You know, saying that all these young guys are going to make the team. Do you think it's possible for two out of three of those guys, Kairu, Costin, and Thomas, to make this team? If no, 
I don't think it is either. No, I think one may you've, make. You've the got team. a you've got a head coach that has has been known to to only play the veterans. And Bill said this. I don't know if it was on the air here or not. But Bill said it's obvious with that comment. Doug Armstrong's the one dictating that. So with both of these guys in control of who's on the roster, it's gone. It's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. You ate all that? I did. Oh, my goodness. My God, dude. I it, was a, it, was a, it was a half a box coming in in yeah, Bill's whatever. defense. Yeah. <laughs> He's God. still celebrating Liverpool victory. I've got some today. peanuts I'm upstairs. Straight. Maybe I'll bring those down. Yeah. Now I know how to bribe Bill. Dang. No. <laughs> no. You can get him to do anything for Cheez-Its. No, I, I had thought anything. that Bill had said that, but I was doing lip reading at the first of the show. <laughs> So, but I thought he had said that earlier. <laughs> <Lip-ring>. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nicely yeah. And I'll yeah. apologize again. That was <laughs> totally my fault. Like I said, I had it muted because I always do that. I start the, I start the, if you guys could have seen it, you guys kept picking up your let's go blues radio <laughs> things and showing them. I'm like, okay, are they saying you can have one of these? Are they saying, Oh yeah, we had a contest. One? Yeah. Yeah. There was a contest. No one joined. <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> so we all got more LGB radio stickers for ourselves. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. I won trivia. I you li- you actually hung on that long. I'm surprised. I was just, well, I was in amazement. I wanted to bring Logan down and say, Logan, you got to see this. <laughs> you got to see he's busy eating pizza. <laughs> Tell Logan we said, hey. I sure will. <clears throat> I tried uh, to get him to come on here with me, and, you know, he's. I'm tired from work. I'm He's just too busy. You too know. busy eating hot peppers. Maybe. <laughs> and you know what he tells me? He tells me, he says, he says, dad, he says, you know why you can do your podcast all the time? I said, why? He says, cause you don't work. He <laughs> says, you're on disability. He said, these other guys got jobs. I says, I know they got jobs. What kind of point is that? Well, I've got a job too. I said, are you saying that, 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 that you're better than me? And he's like, no, but I do have a job. <laughs> you know, how old is he now? He'll be 22 in May. Okay, he's old enough to where you can start beating him again. Go ahead. <laughs> well, he's now my same height and weighs more than me now. So. All right, I'll come over and help you. Good Lord. Yeah. You, you're a tall bunch over there. I'm 6'4 and 289, and he's 6'4 and 305. So Good night. And then my old, my middle son is 6'7 and 380. I might want to rethink this uh, street hockey game we want to do. Yeah. yeah. No checking. Yeah. <laughs> no checking. I want to do that, too. We, I, need, uh, to, we need to do that. A, a street this hockey, summer. Do that. A this summer. podcast, listeners of the podcast, um, get everybody that, that, that is uh, Blue's Twitter. Donate money to Humboldt. Yes. Yeah, you could do that. Boom. Let's do it. We, we do that this summer. We'll get, and I told more on this. I told as Steve, the yes. Progresses. Yes, Steve. Albers, you can play. <laughs> I guess, Steve. <laughs> But I would love to play, and, and just to make it uh, so everybody can play. You know, not everyone can skate. Just play. Let's play on foot. Let's just shut down Steve's parking lot. <laughs> nobody ever. We'll parks play behind. There anywhere. We'll play behind Center Ice. You know, or, honestly, we'll play in the street. There's less traffic and parking in the street than there's behind. Awful idea. I mean, if we could just have everyone park for a, at a metro station or something, <laughs> go down there, play the play some hockey in the parking lot on like a Saturday afternoon. But we care about our listeners' safety. Yeah, we care about the listeners' okay, safety. Okay, I will. I will run Uber for everybody. How about Ooh. that? Wow. You and Buffett. Wait, we, wait, we, wait, we'll, wait, 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 wait. Are you going to get Dan Stanley to do it too, Shuttle. Jeff? Or? Well, Carter, but Stanley well, Shuttle. The they Stanley play Celine Shuttle. Dion on demand. We got it all figured out. This, the pieces every, are there. Everything yes. is already in place. We yep. just have to Celine's utilize top the resources on demand. And yeah. you got to pay five dollars to hear one, and that goes to the fund. Did you say Celine's top hits? No, I didn't I, say that. I, that was I, I, yeah. Well, 
I, I I'm reminded all, I'm everyone. Down. You guys know I Celine love Celine Dion, Dion on demand. Yeah, we've on the Stanley we, shuttle. Yeah, we've There's heard your Celine. Nothing like a Celine Dion. Yeah, your jam. Celine request uh, on the shuttle. Thank was, you, thank you for for agreeing with me. That there, Lance. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, so wait, real quick. Um, do we? Has anybody else joined, or is it just Lance still? Lance so far. Okay, cool. Well, good, Lance. I like talking to you. Um, our other listeners, not so much. Um, wow. <laughs> that. Uh, wow. Views and expressions uh, uh, displayed by uh, uh, Jeff Ponder wow. do not necessarily reflect those uh, oh, of I'm, Let's Go Blues Radio. You've got to be politically I, correct there, I Jeff. Love, it's all about growing viewership. I love every one of you assholes. You're all wonderful. <laughs> Everyone's um, an asshole to Jeff. Right. Every time. That's it's right. the asshole. Uh, no, uh, you mentioned that we were talking about Fabry before we kind of went way off topic there. Um, and uh, I, I went down that rabbit hole. Um, there was a lot of talk at the trade deadline about... If you can move Fabry, an injured Fabry, do you do it? And and I said, oh, yeah. I think we all said yes. Hell yeah. For the right deal. Sure. Yeah. You move because yeah. he's not gonna come back the same player. I've always said this. You move anybody for the right deal. That's right. I don't care. Oh, yeah. Nobody exactly somebody right. said on Twitter that uh, I'm you know so uh Tarasenko is untouchable. No, nobody's no, untouchable. But if somebody wants him bad enough and wants to blow you away with an offer. That makes you better now in the long term. You trade them. I don't care who it is. I really. Yeah, are you trying to tell a- me that if somebody came to the Blues, if the Capitals came to the Blues and says we'll give you Oshi, Ovechkin, and Holtby for Fabry, you wouldn't do it? <laughs> I mean, you've got to always look at a trade. Well, that's that's an extreme case, but yes, we agree with you. Your point made. <laughs> point made. I, uh, you know, I made an insane deal in NHL 18 today. Jake <laughs> Allen for Clayton Keller. I would make that trade every day. Yeah, Brian Simpson says, yep, a big enough return, and you can trade anyone. He also said someone pointed out earlier on, uh, I think it was Twitter. Yeah, I, I saw that too. That uh, I think it was Fabry's hair. said uh, Gretzky got traded twice. So That's right. Look at how many teams Gordy Howe played for. Messier, I mean, my God. You know how many hat tricks the uh, – you know how many Gordy Howe hat tricks Gordy Howe had? None. None. He had one. I think he had one. One. He had, he one. had one? Yep. One. Then why the hell do they call it a Gordie Howe hat trick? Because the NHL uh, calls the original six uh, the original six when they weren't the original six. Who knows why they do things the way they okay, do? Okay, Keith Olbermann. I said that a Jeff long Merrick. time ago. A yeah, long hey, time I ago. wanted to tell you they're guys, not the original about, six. They're about not that software with the puck and making sure if it goes over and offsides and all that. You know, I have a feeling that if my other company, my ex company, went that took that to the NHL, they wouldn't do it because it makes too much sense. Same way with the NFL wouldn't do it because it takes, I know that the replay kind of takes it out of the, out of the power of the refs and sends it to the, to the uh, head office now with the goals, the goalie interference and all that. But imagine if the software could do almost half of that. They don't want that. They don't want it to be right. They want it to be part of the game. So let me, let me take, get your take. Um, You know, we talked about, First of all, yes or no, real quick before I continue, was that an offsides uh, on Saturday? It was close, but it was offsides. Thank you. I it agree. was damn close. I think every yeah, every close. every like you said to somebody on my Facebook uh, earlier today, Kurt. The only people that disagree with that are Avalanche fans. So, and that that tells you all you need to know. Yeah. So, um, uh, but but so, what's your take on on the challenge in general? Um, how things are going with the challenge? Do you like it? Do you think they can improve it? Should they get rid of it? Just, just overall, Lance. What are your views on the uh, on the challenge uh, for goalies and uh, offsides? Well, either get it right or get rid of it. 
You know, I, I, I mean, I, I think I like it better now that the league office is looking at the goalie interference. Maybe they'll be more um, consistent in calling that because it's been so inconsistent. A guy doesn't touch a guy and it's goalie interference. A guy goes in and yeah. knocks him out of the crease. Two Bruins players knock Jake Allen out of the crease. And That's, it's not goal interference because why? Because he couldn't, he didn't have the ability to play the puck. Well, God damn it. Isn't that the reason why it's goalie interference? How hard is it to get it right? I mean, the, yeah, exactly. Okay. I get the things that are like so close or I'll even give you the offside in, uh, in Colorado. It was really close, but don't tell me that Allen wasn't interfered with oh, the in Boston about game. the Boston oh, game. That was terrible. That is horseshit. That that's, is complete. That's, that's Baloney. one of the worst calls I've ever it, seen. It literally play. is. I think we had an intro into the show last season yep. or season before where I was uh, in there saying that is the worst call in the yep, history of sports. Did. That is might be the worst call I've ever seen mm-hmm. in my I, hockey. I heard another podcast, another I think it was a, a Flyers podcast. Uh, Steph Driver, yeah, uh, yeah who we yeah. had on for the Laterra discussion. Yeah. Um, I think it was her podcast where they actually talked about that, and somebody did say that's the worst call I've ever seen. Awful. Well, you know when the ref after the game went up to Doug Armstrong and explained why he didn't call it goal interference? I don't care if I'd have been fined by the league. I would have just popped him in the face. That's just <laughs> one of the dumbest reasons in the world, and maybe that's why I'm not GM. I like it when players speak their mind and, and get fined. Yeah, you was yeah Petro? I do too. Yeah, What Petro said about Petro- the, about uh, about uh, not sides? yeah oh yeah about yeah. Uh, the league not wanting the ninth playoffs yeah, yeah. Uh, and 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 I'm and I I tweeted this out and I said that I don't think he really believes that he's just lashing out he's lashing no, he's out saying that off. he's yeah. he's pissed off saying that they they got the call wrong and the only and the only you, you default think you default think oh gosh well the only reasonable explanation as to why they would make that decision is because they don't want us to make the playoffs yeah. because it's obviously offside yeah so that that and that's what he's going with he's like okay they don't really think that the blues should make the playoffs that's not where he's going with that he's just he's pissed off and he's basically saying that that's what people think when it shouldn't be yeah well i i getting back to your question jeff i I don't think offside should really be looked at. I really don't. You know, it's it's been fine for years, and yeah, you have some calls that are so blatant. But I, I I'm hoping that they get the goal interference thing right. We'll just have to see. Uh, but if you can't get him right, get rid of him. Brian Simpson tweeted out uh, to me uh, directly. He said that if if there was no human error, that would take away a whole lot of what people talk about when it comes to sports. Yeah, <laughs> which is a great point. Actually, and, I, I think I heard uh, um, I, it might have been Doug Vaughn talk about that, that as much as we hate replay, as much as we hate when officials get it called wrong, it gives them something to talk about on the air the next morning. Right. And, uh, and, that, and that's that's true. And it's really good radio. I mean, it's, 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 it's interesting to, to talk about that stuff. I mean, you can't question if you could never question officials or officiating. Or that that takes away a good chunk of uh, what you talk about. Well, and that's, it's that's good radio I... and good podcasting, but it does raise your blood pressure. Oh, I mean, it it's fun unhealthy. though. I I like it. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's I mean it's it's entertaining when to it's, me. When it's an official, like I said earlier, when it's a person, I'm fine with it. It's when you cross the barrier to where they have all this technology in place to where it's a review. We're gonna have people look at it. We're gonna take time out of the game to do this. We're gonna kill momentum, <clears> and they still get it wrong. 
That's where I have an right. issue. And, and again, the NHL always errs on the side of the call mm-hmm. that was made. So why have sure. replay? Exactly. Yeah, it's ridiculous. They, d- they don't really want it. So uh, don't, don't have it. You know, that's the way I see it. It's 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 unnecessary in today's sport. Let's go blues.com slash radio to join us live on the air. There's a link to, uh, if you want to chat some uh, chat with us about some uh, some blues hockey. There was a year where we had like five people join us on the last yeah. regular season show. Yeah, that was. So a, that let's, was a, uh, wasn't let's, that last let's season? Some of that. It, it, it was what last season? Yeah, season. I thought it was the year they lost to the Wild. Uh, yeah, it was. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two, that was a great three show. Three years ago. Look that yeah, show up. It's ago. much better than this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was no, there was no, uh, there was, there was sound in that one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, we also tweeted that that link. So if you want to check the at LGB Radio. Twitter account and get the link to join us, uh, and you can talk with Lance as well. Yeah, Lance, let's be a little positive here. What um, what's the most positive takeaway you had from this season? Well, the most positive takeaway I had is when it came down to it, the Blues did play well after that seven game losing streak. Yeah, that was depressing, but a lot of the guys started to step up. I thought in a lot of games, Steen played better than he had the whole year. Berglund, of course, caught fire. Uh, you know, Jake was up and down, but. You know, that's just Jake Allen. Carter Hutton, I thought, showed that he could be a good backup, whether he can be a number one starter is yet to be seen. But I think he definitely proved that he deserves to be a backup that gets 25, 20 games a year, maybe more. Um, I really liked Dunn at times, but there were several games where his youth really showed, and he made a lot of mistakes, and people would just – Deke him and he would just his jock strap would just drop on the ice. <laughs> I hate but over overall, he looked good. Um, I would like to be a, a positive for Pareko, but I don't think he had a good year overall. I thought he was inconsistent. Um, I, I'll tell you this about Dunn. Um, yeah, I mean, I think you the the issues you mentioned with Dunn uh, were just the benefit the the byproduct of him being a, a rookie. Sure. I think I think that's 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 not unexpected, and I think uh, I agree with you that he had a number of those uh, those incidents. But uh, from what the positives he brings to this team, uh, which we weren't expecting really, um, is fantastic. So I think uh, I'm really excited to see how he's going to be next year and the year after, and so on. So I'm I'm, I'm excited to see what he uh, he can do. Yeah, I'm I think he's good defensively, but I man, that pass, he's he's a great passer. Them two line passes and it's right on the stick. I'm really excited to to be able to see what he can do. And uh, I wanted to ask you guys one question when I got on here tonight. I know none of us are big Jay Bowmeister fans. <laughs> what? But a lot of people, you know, keep saying, Hey, let's just get rid of him, let's wave him. And then I have to bring up the three point six million dollars they'd have to pay him. And Doug Armstrong's not going to do that. My take on Jabo is if he comes back healthy, make him your sixth defenseman, play him 12 to 14 minutes at the most a game, and I think he'll be okay. You start playing this old man with his legs and his body as many minutes as he's played in his in his life, it ain't going to work if you play him 21 minutes a game. And people aren't aware of this, but the Flames played him a lot more per game than the Blues have. Yeah. So if, if if you limit him to 12, 13, 14 minutes, is he going to be the b- best guy? No. 
but you limit his mistakes, and I think he'll be fine as a sixth defenseman. Yeah, Lance, I'm, I'm actually 100% with you. As much grief as I've given Jay Bomeister, I think that, and I'm this is my hope, it's his last year under contract, so maybe there's not maybe they realize this year we don't have to play him to get a trade. We don't have to play them to up his value. Then maybe they'll play him where he belongs, and that's um, that's at a sixth defenseman, fifth defenseman at best. And sure. if they can do that, I, I I'm with you 100. I'm fine with him. And I think I've even said this on the show: if he's played on your third pairing and getting minimal penalty kill time, fine. That's fine. Play him at at Bortuzzo level. I mean, if basically let me let me ask you guys this question: if you replaced uh, Robert Bortuzzo with a healthy Jay Bomeister. That's a, in terms of the minutes Bortuzzo plays, that's a pretty fair trade off, mm-hmm. don't you think? I think so. You're you're going to have fewer dumb penalties. Yep. Um, and yeah, I, I mean the 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 issue you're going to run into is uh, personnel decisions because they want righty lefty, and mm-hmm. you're going to lose that, and so you know. Who are we looking Fine. at? Are we looking at Vince Dunn as the other back line or bottom pair? Because yeah, maybe he he's got the legs and he's got, he's got the wrist taking to do it. Um, yeah, but no, I mean I I think if Bo Meester has a spot on this team next year, it should be that bottom pairing. I agree with you guys completely on that. I just think that if he's in the lineup next year. He's going to get at least second pairing. Yeah, That's my, what I'm afraid of. My hope is that, because I think that's going to happen too. I think the start of the year, he comes back, training camp, preseason, regular season to start. He definitely starts in that first pairing for Trangelo. That, because for whatever reason, that's just set in stone. But I don't know whose call it is. I feel like it's Armstrong because he's the GM. I just hope that he looks at it and says... This is his last year under contract. It's obvious we're not going to move him. So, yo, put him wherever you want. Sit him if you have to. I don't care. If if Because I feel like what's going on right now is you have to play him, Mike. You have to play Jay. I don't care. Play him. If that's the case, I hope that this year that's not the case. Because, again, third pairing Jay Bomeister, that's not going to kill the Blues in the long run. Uh, Brian Simpson uh, said on our YouTube channel, chat, anyone else think it's weird to call J-Boo an old man when he's still younger than uh, most of us that call him that? <laughs> uh, what is he, 34? He's, remember we talked about this? I said, oh my God, he's only 34. Yeah. He's 35 or 36. No, and I was—I think he's like 34. No, he's 34. Let me see. Uh, is he? Uh, blah, 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 blah. I gotta find it. I don't have it up. I'm pulling him up. I th- I'm gonna guess 34. I think that's I, what we said. I think, yeah, because I was shocked. He's 34. I was, I was shocked at how young he was. He'll be—he'll be 35 on September right. 27th. He broke into the league at 18, so he's yeah. Yeah, he was uh, second overall pick, right? Yep. Behind Rick Nash. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh my god, he's only 34. He seems so much older. He seems. <laughs> Older than That's even because you, he's Kurt. played 25 <laughs> minutes a game with Calgary and 21 minutes a game uh, with but, uh, the Blues, and he didn't miss a game until recently. Right, he That's didn't a miss lot of a wear and tear until... on a big body, a guy with a long back. Right, That's he... why he feels old. Long back. That was Kurt's uh, uh, nickname in college, right? 
I thought that was yours, Jeff. Almost <laughs> no, what are you, what are you eating, Kurt? Because whatever the hell you're eating, it looks really good. I was, uh, I was eating. It's not the best thing to eat during a podcast. A Cadbury cream egg. That is not a good thing to eat <laughs> at all. That's why would you offer during to a me show? Like, are you I didn't offer it. I was showing it to you. I'm oh, like, oh, look, I'm eating. You were saying, hey, you want? No, I have bite? one. I'm not giving it to you. <laughs> but you know what I like. I eat chocolate with beer and drink beer. Oh, and people think I'm nuts. Chocolate no. and beer are awesome. Well, and especially like the beer I had, the the, the peanut butter chocolate stout, mm-hmm. uh, the four hands, um, absence light. That mm-hmm. pairs great with chocolate cake and, and chocolate in general. Mm-hmm. And my cherry wheat from Sam Adams also goes great with with chocolate. You yeah, I've actually something? had a cherry wheat and a Snickers bar. Oh, that's good. That's good that's stuff. Good. Something crazy that I, I dated a girl and she she made me try it, and I'm glad I did. And her name and was Cherry Wheat. Her name. Well, oh. the de- that, devil's threesome. That no, that that was her name. That was her name when she worked at night. Um, no, um, <laughs> she made me try gum with any beer. You ever had gum with beer? I usually pitch the gum when yes. I drink beer. Yes, it's great. It's fantastic. It keeps the flavor. You drink beer with it, it keeps the gums flavor for some it does. weird ass it does. reason. A, a nice stick of Trident and then again a Guinness. What about you can okay? Drink it all night. I have and a challenge eat it for all you. Night. What? Fruit stripe. Oh, will it keep fruit stripe flavor? Because well, it lasts if, about if, thirty seconds. If, if if drinking a beer while chewing fruit stripe keeps the flavor of fruit stripe, then I'll buy a bunch of fruit stripe. That's the only the only idea. reason I don't buy that gum is because it's fantastic for ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. And it's ten gone. seconds of your life. Yeah, it is. Goddamn zebra on the package lies <laughs> to us. And the Cardinals are losing uh, three to two in the tenth now. So, when did they sign Fred from Scooby Doo? <laughs> <laughs> he does look like Fred from Scooby Doo. Yeah, talking about Bader. Yeah, Bader. All right, gang. We got to get out there and we got to get a hit, gang. <laughs> so the uh, so okay, okay, Lance. If uh, the goaltending problems, Swikes. Uh, everybody, Lance, <laughs> Jeff, Bill, Roro, Roro, Roach. The goaltending problems versus the uh, scoring issues. So the Blues, I got some stats here, which everyone loves stats, right? Oh, we love stats. The Blues were uh, 24th in goals scored, but dead last in the NHL since January in, uh, in, in goals scored. So interesting fact, the Blues this season scored four more goals, 223, yep. in the regular season than the team that went to the conference finals versus the Sharks a couple years ago when they scored 219. So uh, the difference really being um, – the goals we allowed. So we had fantastic goaltending that year. We allowed 208 goals this season compared to 185 uh, two years ago with uh, Elliot and Allen in that. Okay. Well, you also have to look at it this way, too. <clears throat> the power play that, was significantly That year, the different. Blues weren't gangbusters. This year, for the first two months and a half, they were gangbusters. Exactly. Right, they were. That's true. That's the difference. That's, That's true. Point. And the power... They were putting up... They, well, were, they were one of the top-scoring teams. They were. Four until or five goals until December... Yeah, December, December 1st, it went downhill. Phil went downhill. Yeah. But and also the also two years ago the power play was really good, mm-hmm. and this year it was per, near dead last in the NHL. Thirtieth, thirtieth. So you, you can't Mike make Yo, the playoffs and have a fifteen percent power play. My, oh Mike Yo commented today that he knows that a bad power play has followed him from Minnesota. Oh, he said y- that. You think? How, yeah. how can you yeah, not know that? that. So that. you know what? You absolutely have to address in, that. And Armstrong, yeah. Armstrong said that was on Armstrong, not on Yo. Oh. It's on yo. Oh. It's, that's it's one a, thing what? I will definitely a, put on yo. That's a coaching. If that was on Armstrong, Armstrong would be a coach. That's that's on the coach. Well, you like know, that. another thing I liked is when Armstrong said in the press conference that 
there's no excuses for this year that uh, this team's has oh, won damn. since he's been here. They have, I mean, they've made the playoffs. They went to the Western conference finals, but since he's been you. here, have they really won gotten past the first round a lot? No, I for mean, the, I for the most so. part, they've been losing in the playoffs. I mean, That's I, right. And, and I know that they've lost every year, obviously, but I mean, for what, three, four years there, they lost in the first round every first year. Round. And yeah. then one year they went to the, uh, the second round, but they didn't win a game. That was when they were no. swept by the Kings. Yep. Yeah. And before that, they'd even make the playoffs. I, I just, what worries me guys is that we may have some very good players and they're going to be wasted with Mike Yo there. I, I'm, I, I think he's an okay coach, but I think he's around a 500 coach, maybe a little bit better. I don't think his in-game adjustments are very good. When something's going on, I don't think he changes very quickly. And I had that same issue with, with Ken Hitchcock. You're right. I think these guys are Michael stuck Feeney in their is. system oh, and they wait. don't want to change. <laughs> yeah. No, that that's that is exactly it. You go back to the uh the year that um the blues got knocked out in the first round by the wild and they come they came and had today's the the press conference and Hitchcock says, Well, I'm gonna take the next couple of weeks and figure out what went wrong against Minnesota. <laughs> and my comment was I don't want the coach that has to take two weeks to figure out what went wrong. I want him, <laughs> yeah. I want the guy that can figure it out in between periods yeah. of the first fucking mm-hmm. game. Yeah, that was funny. That was funny. I remember that we had the conversation. Yep. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I need to take a couple weeks to figure out what went wrong. No. No, no you don't. we didn't. And, and in between can, periods, do you want me to call you this right now? To, I can tell you what went wrong. This needs to be done in between periods during the playoff game, not two weeks after we've been eliminated. And that's that's you know I agree a hundred percent with Lance with the point that he was going to here that Yo is not the guy to make adjustments. I mean, he couldn't figure out how to get this team out of a slump, and that's that's another thing that followed him from Minnesota. His teams in Minnesota would just go on prolonged slumps, and it's when when you when you when your when your power play is isn't good mm-hmm. every single year you're right. a coach. Right. That that you, that's that that that's a problem because that tells problem. me that tells me you can't fix a problem when it comes about. I'm okay if your power play is bad for a season. All right, but it's not good every. It's not. I don't think it's been in the top half of the NHL ever. His power play. It's not. It's never been. It's like 18th was like the best I think I've I, ever seen. I, th- I think for about a month or two span, it was very good. Sorry, it was very good. And that this year season, that they uh, this season was good to start the year. Start the year yeah. was good this season, but then it fell yeah. off. Yeah. There was. I don't. I. Oh, I'm so sorry. I can't remember his name. Justin something. He used to run a blog called "The State of the State of Hockey," and uh, um, so obviously he's a Minnesota Wild blogger. Um, damn bloggers, right, Bill? God damn it. <laughs> um, he, he tweeted me when the Blues hired Mike Yo as an associate coach and said, good luck with your power play <laughs> and good luck with getting your coach to play young players. Yep. Uh, and it's, we're seeing it. I mean, the fact that he's making the same exact mistakes that he's obviously was making in Minnesota, I mean... What makes us think anything's going to change next year with this coaching philosophy? Yeah, I, I, guys, I'm I'm just de- I'm just afraid that we're in for a couple more years of this. And you know, they keep saying the youth movement and every time a team says youth movement, 
That's another way for saying we don't expect to win for two or three years. Yeah, but but then you have to commit to it if you're going to say it. That's exactly Every right. Every year it's something different with Armstrong. Right. Every year. First Every it year. was, no. we're going to build around Tarasenko. Then yeah. it was, we're going to be a, a big, tough team. Then it was, yeah. we're going to be fast. Then it's going to be, oh, well, we got... Yeah, we're going to be reckless. <laughs> and, and now it's, we're going to have a youth movement. I mean... Right. Like you said, commit to one. Well, you have to stick you to know, it guys, for longer I hate than to a say year. This, but a coach, I think, that makes good adjustments, and I can't believe I'm saying this, is Peter Laviolette for the Predators. That game, the Blues were up three to nothing. Mm-hmm. He made big time adjustments between the second and third period. And yeah, the Blues sucked, but the Predators were doing different things in that third period. And that's how they got those goals. And if you watch him in a bunch of other games, I watched him play Washington this year, and there was a little uh, part where they weren't playing very well. And the second period, they came out and they looked like a different team. You, I, regardless of the team you have, you've got to play to their strengths and try to fit them into your system. But if you're not playing to their strengths, it I don't care what whatever system you put in, it ain't going to work. Is is Armstrong married? Yes, he is. So he can commit. He has that ability. <laughs> right. That's like saying I can commit. <laughs> yeah, but you've got to put a ring on his finger first, you know, so. Uh, Is this how the dance goes? Yeah. Uh, All you don't, podcasters don't. are like, what yeah. the hell is he doing? Yeah. He's That's what I'm doing right now. Shaking his, yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, yeah, it's it's frustrating. And, and again, I mean, this is why we were talking about this off air. Um, when I used to cover the team and they had their, their post-game uh, press conferences, or I'm sorry, post-season press conferences and then once i left the media i listened i think the first year to it i don't even pay attention to them anymore because yeah. it's the same stuff it's you know well, it's it's, you know, it's kind of like ask, at the end of the game you, it was Jeff. you know always, always the it was sorry. always the uh you know we let our foot off the gas pedal after the games mm-hmm. now it's after every year, every season, I hate that. I hate the gas it's pedal. The thing. Same I stuff. Do too. Every it's, year, it's 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 not. It's generic. It's uh. It, it it's 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 bullshit. Is what it is, and it's generic. I, I I hate that that it's a it's a just something players say to uh the media when they have a lead in the third and the team comes back and mm-hmm. they lose. And it's oh, we let our foot off the gas. I, I hate that stupid. That means Do you know, no, you know which one I hate even nothing. more. The one I hate even more with thirteen games left, I think it was, or sixteen games left, something like that. And I'd heard it five or six times before, but on my podcast, I just went nuts on the comment. Carter Hutton said, with somewhere between twelve and sixteen games left, yeah, we didn't play well, but we've got plenty of hockey left. I about went through the roof because I'd been hearing that for two for two months. Yeah, we didn't play well, but we got plenty of hockey left. I'm sorry, Carter. You've got 13 games left. You don't have plenty of hockey left. Well, and then and then and then and then Mike Yo and, and and Armstrong saying, "Well, talent's not the issue." Well, God damn it, Mike! I think <laughs> talent is the issue. Talent talent was very much the issue. <laughs> when you when you have okay, I keep comparing this this team to uh, two years ago, yeah, uh, in a number of ways because. Uh, uh, the, the, a lot of people said that, oh, man, we really thought we had a shot at the Cup that year in the playoffs with the way they were playing. Well, our shots on goal this year were fine. We had a mm-hmm. ton of shots on goal. I believe it was a better shots on goal, uh, shots per game than two years ago, I believe, by like one or two. Um, so the shots were there. 
But to me, that says that the system kind of is working. But if you're getting the shots and you're just not scoring over the course of the entire season, except for the, the first part of the season where they were gangbusters, uh, that's a skill level. Because you're getting the shots, but you're not putting them in. So over the long haul, I'm thinking if you had a better, a, a higher skill level, then more of those shots, a higher percentage of those shots, would be going in. And that's just that's just me trying to play, you know, throw common sense in this situation. Well, and I, I agree with you. And I don't know, maybe it's because they were just so bad, you know, after after December 9th when Schwartz got hurt against Detroit there, that it seems like they, especially Tarasenko at the last part of the season, have you seen him since he's been with the Blues miss the net so much? Or was that just me? He's been spent a lot of time with Alexander Steen from what I understand. Yeah, he's, I don't know what the deal is. I, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it's, maybe it's a... Uh, the whole the whole line of trying to do too much and pick corners and when you're yeah. trying to pick a corner you're missing. Um, Sometimes you just got to shoot. And you know, and that and that comes down to as well that the, the defense is taking away your shooting lane, and you're trying to shoot around them and you shoot wide. So yeah. that there, there's I, that comes yeah. into play too. I think it became that that he was just trying too hard to get shots on net. I think. We saw Tarasenko a lot slide it over to Schwartz or yeah. Shen, or maybe not Shen, but Laterra in the past. This year, I think he was just trying to get everything on net that he could. My issue, my biggest issue with Tarasenko has become his shot does not, he doesn't get the shot off. Oh, we tied the game in the, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> Cardinals tied the game in the 10th. Oh, I just missed it. Um, my biggest issue with Tarasenko is that he does not get his shot off quick enough. He, That's true. he, he yep. can't get, I mean, he, when he scores his goals, <clears throat> they're because he corrals it, because a little stick handle, and that's a great wrist shot go. He's got a fantastic wrist shot, but he has, he has a crappy one-timer. Yep. He never one-times the it's puck. It's like a stutter step almost. And yeah. even, and, and he never corrals the puck and, and, and in one motion and shoots in a wrist shot. Never does that. Mm-hmm. He never grabs and shoots scores. He grabs it, he goes bang, backhand, forehand, and then shoots mm-hmm. every time. Mm-hmm. And, I don't know how many times this season I've seen him delay getting that shot off and the defense gets over, the goalie gets over and he's trying to pick a corner and he shoots wide. That, 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 that drives me bananas that he just, he, he's got the opportunity when the, when the puck's on his stick, I've, I've done this a number of times a season. I'll, I'll like, I'll like pause it on the TV. He's got the puck on his stick and the goalie isn't even close to being in position. No. But by the time he stick handles his one little backhand forehand and then corral and shoot, then the goalie has moved over a few more feet, and he's or he's in, got a defenseman in front of him. Yeah, either way. So and that and that that's my biggest. I wish he would he would be approaching fifty goals if yep. he were if he could get that shot off quicker. And it just drives me bananas that every time he has the puck and gets a shot off, it's always he stick handles and delays. Well, let me time. ask you guys a question: Does he have another forty five goal season in him? Yeah, yeah, he does. yeah. Yeah, I, I think agree. so. I agree. I think so because I think a lot of things worked against him this year too. I think I think, I think so. the, the 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 team struggled as a whole. Um, the goaltending wasn't very good um, as a whole. Um, well, our goals against was what eighth, so it wasn't that bad. But I think uh, when Allen was in net, there was there was pressure. Yeah, uh, if, most of the season. It, yeah, if, so, if you average both of them and take their goals against and their goals for, was eighth. I think they were 18th. No, they were 18th in the league. Is 18th? I thought it was eighth. I thought it was eighth in no. goals against. When I checked before uh, the last two games, they were 18th in the league. If you take all both of them combined, they were 2.7 goals for 
and, and 2.67 goals against. Are you, are you saying goal differential, basically? Goal, yeah, that they were what they that they took the team's goals allowed and you know in goals per game and added it up and it was 2.70 goals for and 2.67 goals against combined with Carter Hutton's um, goals against and Jake Allen's goals against. Oh, we're, we're okay. I've got us at sixth in goals against at 222. Uh, the Kings were first at 202, then the Predators at 204, yep. Ducks at 209, Boston 211, yep. Jets 216, and Blues at 222. Yeah, so, I was just talking about the, the goals against okay. for the whole season and all that. I, you know, one thing I was wanting to get with you guys when I was listening to you talk earlier, when actually you weren't talking. Um, they, um, <laughs> we were talking. We were talking. Yeah. Just, you, <laughs> Who else <laughs> thinks? And I, I got two topics and you guys can discuss it. Who else thinks? Number one, first question. That if Jaden Schwartz wouldn't have been hurt, he'd have got forty goals. Number two, does Dimitri Yashkin belong on this team? Um, <laughs> so I'll, I'll I'll take your first question. Jaden Schwartz, twenty four goals on the year in sixty two games. Um, I I want to say yes because the numbers are there to support a yes. I mean that's twenty more games, um, and all he needed was sixteen more. Um, and he could be a point per game player. Uh, I mean, he was pretty damn close this year at 59 points in 62 games. Um, but I do think honestly, uh, when he went down with an injury, yes, obviously his injury contributed to it. The blues were due for a dry spell. They weren't going to compete at that level the rest of the season. I mean, look at the, even the Vegas golden Knights who everybody's clamoring about how well they played this year. They finished the season. What was it six and seven? Right. You know they, what I mean? they, they, they had due for a dry spell. They That's were not. Why I wanted the Blues to play them uh, right. a couple weeks before the end of the season. I wanted the, the Blues had a shot to play the the Knights. I'm like, play the Knights. That's the team you want out of all the teams. Yeah. That's the one you want. We yeah. talked about that two weeks ago. Yep. yep. Yeah. I totally think LA's gonna breeze right. Oh yeah. So yeah. Too. LA yeah. wins first round. Yeah. Um, I bet. No. I, I think <clears> twenty I think, bucks. I think Schwartz down. would have been. Close to 40 goals. I don't know if he would have gotten it, but I will tell you, I think that if he stays in the lineup, Tarasenko gets 40 goals. Yep. Probably, yeah. Um, and then, uh, well, I'll let you guys comment. Uh, Jaden Schwartz, 40 goals. Uh, not not all the way to 40. I think 35, 36. <clears throat> Kurt? Oh, he played in 62 games, so he missed 20. Um, I don't think he's... I don't think he's uh, Got 16 goals in 20 games in him. Uh, I would have put him at 35. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. 35 sounds good. Um, as far as uh, uh, G. Askin goes, um, I'm done with the Askin. You know, I, I think. I, unless you put him on a fourth line. Mm-hmm. That, that Fourth line, then he's a fourth liner who can score 20 points a season. So, yeah. I mean, that's, right. that's not too bad. He's, he's not a bad guy in the offensive zone in terms of, of keeping the pressure up. He's just not going to score your points. Right. You can't rely on him to handle the puck. But, but does he use if a... you replace Chris fucking Thorburn with Dimitri Yaskin? <laughs> he's got that his one, middle one name. More year, one more year in a contract mm, for Thorburn. I didn't know that was his middle name. I seen the F there, but I didn't know that was his middle well, name. He looks just like. What JFC, right? I'm not gonna say. <laughs> you know, you know what's funny is that I was looking at the uh, the at Cap Friendly. I'm just looking at the 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 Blues uh, uh, contract situation and all the players, and I'm like, oh, that's right. Damn it, Thorburn. We got another year of him, and Butler's under contract for another year too. Well, shit. Well, 
the thing not that they're expensive but still fine in the ahl right i'm fine with him being the yeah but the thing is that he's he's, he gets called up all the time that's the problem but they're always going to have that guy if it's not butler it's going to be somebody else so so you you uttered chris butler's name and going back to the Armstrong press conference today, he he had to correct himself because the way he brought up, you know, if we go into the playoffs and we go down another player, you got to bring up somebody like Tommy Vanelli yeah, or Jake yeah. Wallman. I'm like, that's who you should have fucking brought up in the last week of the season. What's your fucking problem? You put the fucking corpse of Chris Butler out there. And Butler cost us a game against Chicago. He did. Well, yep. well, he, he well, led to the power play that – that, Part he, he did right. he he started the ball rolling God, in yeah. the that yeah That's, no I that, that, that was you. that was the most frustrating thing to me about well there are many frustrating things about the presser today but the way that he did that and he said not that those guys are bad players we just can't rely on them in the playoffs <laughs> no teams you have oh. to, you have to get some kind of luck but you also probably want to get these guys a little bit well, of exposure again, we talked about this off the air like. The way the league is moving is youth. Yep. Look at the Toronto Maple Leafs. And I know they didn't have a good year, but look at the Edmonton Oilers. These teams <laughs> they are have, having a major youth movement. And they have a year of experience under the belts, too, you for look next at season. The rookies this year. There's a guy, uh, uh, Brock Besser. He yeah. was injured for, what, the last 15 games. Any other year, he finishes the league as the top rookie scorer. Sure. But because sure Matthew Barzal. Um, um, Clayton Keller, uh, Clayton Keller, Kyle Connor. Because of these guys, he's not even thought of in the rookie. Uh, and, and you know what race. else? You know what else, yeah. Jeff? You got to take into effect. Look at the team he was playing on. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, and, <laughs> and you just think about the, the the youth we're seeing in this league. I mean, the way that even some of these defensemen are stepping up mm. and playing. Be- Vince Dunn. Right. I mean, the guy played well, miraculous this year for a rookie defenseman. He did, but he was he was the one rookie they were going to dedicate time to. Yep, and that's the problem. Is, is Doug Armstrong <laughs> that, that, still? That's how, they, that's that's because how they've he, always operated. Because they, he was productive. They uh, still uh, look at it, they still look mm-hmm. at these kids or at the, the the league how it was run ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Shit, even five years ago. Right. And it's well, you, know, you know, guys, if you look at if you look at Minnesota after Mike Yo Mike Yo was fired. They were better the last part of that season. They played a lot better. They, they they brought up some younger guys. They looked a lot better. And, you know, you've got to play your youth. Yeah, you want to maybe not play them every single game, but you got to get them seasoned somewhat. So when you do need them, they can come up and play six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 games if somebody gets hurt. If you just keep your youth down, well, I'm only going to pick this guy because I think he's really talented. The other guys are talented, but, you know, now nah, I, I want to go with a veteran. He's more seasoned. That's going to kill you in the long run. And that, again, what, what Bill was saying with Chris Butler, I mean, yeah. Butler's fine. You know, I mean, if you have three, four injuries, well, yeah, you're, you can't have you're, a full rookie. Defense. You've made the playoffs. You're playing out the string. You're mm-hmm. resting, guys. That's uh-huh. when you bring up Chris Butler. Yep. Not when you're trying to eke in. Yep. <laughs> that's right. No, that that's I, I'm with you. We we talked about this thing last yeah. week. Tommy Vanelli, um, um, uh, Jake Wallman. Why are these guys not even getting a look? Mm-hmm. I mean, Ranky, sure, he got one game. Right. And but he, but come on, give these uh, kids a chance. Chris Butler's not gonna 
he's not going to change the game for you. I mean, you know what you're getting from Chris Butler, and that's the way they view it. Oh, right. Well, we know we're well, going to get solid defense from him. No, do you? No, no, you do won't. You? No. Well, who says that? <laughs> who said that? Again, go back to that Jets Chris game. Chris Butler's mom. Yeah. <laughs> so, hey, I, I have so a question. His dad was my I coach. saw a tweet today from uh, one of the Minnesota Wild podcasts, and I thought you guys would get a kick out of this. Um, They were basically praising guess who for their turnaround you're not going to believe it former blue initials are Chris NP. Stewart? oh and nate, nate prosser. prosser nate prosser yeah they were 33 8 and something or 33 12 and something i can't remember since he went with them and that's the reason they were successful and i'm going oh my god are they like the blues do they really think nate prosser is that important <laughs> honestly nate- i well uh, what do you have one game with the blues this year I was like, I was when I saw him play. I was like, he's okay. I'll take him over Bo Meester. <laughs> that's basically all I gave. That's, him. that's your barometer. Yeah. Oh, okay, is, is, that, he, is, he, is he, that a good thing, Jeff? Better, when you say that, better than Bo Meester. And oh, uh, Lance turned on his bedroom voice there for a second. <laughs> I, I wanted to get a little creepy. Oh, hey, hey there, Lance. You oh. want to turn the lights off and again, uh, this is a, open go. up a bottle of Cavatier. Cavatier. <laughs> It's the ladies' man. Let's go, Blues it's Radio. The ladies' Twitter. man. Oh, Ooh, it's a lady. Guys, do you ever think we'll have a season-ending show, and we'll all be talking, and we'll be happy? Hey, the Blues made it to the Stanley Cup. They didn't win, well, or they did win, and we just all happy talking about how great the coach was, talking about how great the you know defense what? was, I'm- the goalie. Will we ever have that in St. Louis, or are we doomed for fifty? So 60, 70, 80 years of goddamn coach didn't play I, this guy. And I'm going to counter your question with a question. Oh, here we go. I'm going to ask you, answer that by asking you this. If <laughs> if the Blues win the Stanley Cup, how when will we be able to record a show? Because right. I feel like we are going to be partying for about oh. four weeks straight. <laughs> I would say probably a week before training camp. <laughs> yeah, we should have probably. we should have the show like while we're partying. Right? I've already told my yeah, wife yeah. that if the Blues ever win the cup, we'll just... I don't care what's going on with our son. You're not going to see me for a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> no, we just we just have a a true live show. Invite anybody wearing Blues attire to Kurt's basement. There you go. <laughs> just, uh, you just got to. I think Kurt's wife Kurt's wife minutes. might have something to say about that. I'm, I might be in Mexico when that happens. <laughs> Who knows. I could be on a shipping boat. I don't know. <laughs> we, f- we find Jeff on some oil rig out in the middle of the ocean. Eating at the Krusty Burger. Uh, we, had a, we had a tweet from uh, Gary Griffin, uh, whose Twitter handle is at Stoogies for Life. Uh, he says, uh, so now that uh, Doug Armstrong has come out and said he's to blame for this season, do you think he's put himself on the hot seat? No. 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 Nope. Tom Stillman doesn't. Know Tom Stillman loves him. In the hockey world. To, I, I don't even. Th- I don't. Even, I don't even think uh, if Stillman was a guy that would you know willing to fire a GM, uh, I, I don't think uh, Armstrong put himself on the hot seat by those comments. Yeah. No. No, and and we talked about this again a couple weeks ago. Um, <laughs> it's really hard for me to even say that Doug Armstrong is the problem at this point. Because again, like we said with Chris Butler, you know what you're getting from him. It's the fact that his boss keeps bringing him back. And yeah. we, uh, you missed the show, I remember. You and I discussed before the contract extension 
do you sign Doug Armstrong to a contract extension? It was a uh, early December, I guess we yep, talked about December. it. And, and, and we said, let's see. I think you were in Montreal, let's, Bill. Yeah, you were. It was when you were in Montreal. Um, let's see what happens the rest of the season before That's you do That's what it. I said, too. It was the next week but they that is, signed him. That is the hallmark of the Blues. It, primarily Doug Armstrong. The premature reward contract. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I know something about premature. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know what uh, Armstrong to me. Um, this last season was a was a big off season for him. This season, <laughs> this up. this oh, off season, there's a lot there's a lot that can be done or attempted to be done this off season. So I'm not saying it's make or break for him for me, but this can be a big off season for him. Hey, he got he rid of Lutera. Could he get rid of Yashkin for maybe Hoffman? That would be great. I, and, if, I, I can dream. That's the thing. In, so, in what package Allen deal? for Clayton Keller. That's all I have to say to that. <laughs> but so, he wouldn't yeah. play him, Jeff. If, yeah, I wouldn't play if, him. That's <laughs> true. If Armstrong could find a way to exercise another one of those contracts and bring back a quality player like he did, you know... It, that that's the problem with the blues organization is like you do one good thing and you're going to get the reward. Mm-hmm. He, he, he gave the bad contract to Laterra after too small a sample size. Yeah. yeah. And that, a couple years later he found a sucker and, and, you, and, and the, he got rewarded during the press conference. He said that people were basically wrong about a couple of the overpriced players on the blues. Mm-hmm. Uh, is that what you said? Yeah, let me yeah. let me let me yeah. find the. Uh, the so it's not an exact were. quote, but yeah. something St. Louis Game Time yeah. sent me. He basically here's exactly what he said. Carl, let's continue. He said uh, he said there were two players who were pinatas, and that is the exact word he used for bloggers based on their contracts. He, meaning Armstrong, reads blogs and social media to see what fans are talking about, not to judge contract value. So that's. I wonder if that was me because I ripped them to a part. Oh, it's all, all of us. Bull, it's all of us. That's bullshit. It's not just bloggers too. It's everyone Everybody. who's a blues fan on social and you, media. And you know why it's bullshit? Because Latero's a great example. It's like it was a horrible contract, and he got rid of it. It's the same damn thing with other players, and not all. A couple. Of, you can't. Of course, he's going to say that. I mean, he because he's because he's he has these players signed. He's not gonna. He's not gonna come out and say. He's trying oh, to yeah. deflect everything off of him. Made a mistake doing. with these players. We're stuck with it for a while. Well, yeah. you know what it reminds so, me of was uh, uh, is it Doug Doug Murray? Not Doug Murray. The uh, the GM in San Jose, um, uh, Doug Wilson. Yes, Doug Wilson. Um, yep. A couple years ago, when they had Dan Boyle and I think it was Martin Havlat, he said those guys aren't cutting it. I'm gonna buy them out. He said that in his post game postseason presser. Yeah. He could say that because he had an owner that allowed him to do that kind of That's thing. Exactly right. So he's got an owner now in meeting Armstrong to where he doesn't have the ability to buy out the awful contracts he signed. And we, so he's got to stand by him. Have we ever bought out a contract? Uh, Jay McKee. Um, oh. Jay McKee, we did this oh, right. Yeah. That's the only one right. I remember. Was yeah. Jay, uh, Yuri, Yuri Himlev. Walk off home run for yeah, was it? You know what? Yeah. You, Jeff, want to, you want to go back a couple of years? Yuri Himlev was bought. Out. Both of those okay. contracts were bad contracts, but it's not like. But they weren't expensive yeah. contracts. No, they weren't. Well, McKee, McKee was kind of a pricey. He was pricey, yeah. but uh, Himlev wasn't. 
No, it was no. like three million at the time. Was that much, really? Golly, I don't think it was three, Jeff. I thought it was like one eight. It might be one eight. I was gonna say, maybe it was a total three million for the buyout. Cardinals winning a walk off against Milwaukee, five three. Matt Carpenter home run. Fantastic. So I was at the game last year where Carpenter walked off. Um, We were playing the Blue Jays. And uh, it was during the Nashville series here in St. Louis. And Carpenter walked off a grand slam, bottom of the 10th. I left after the ninth. (laughs) Suban was at that game. Actually, all the, I remember that. All the yeah. Predators was it was he was wearing yeah. his, his yeah. ridiculous suit? Yeah. You know what? Yeah. yeah, fans aren't stupid. I mean, fans that pay attention. Some are. Okay, <laughs> let, me, let me rephrase. Uh, the the educated fans that pay attention are not stupid with this team. They and know they treat us like we, we They are. know when a player is not performing up to his contract or is a bad contract. Laterra is a perfect and extreme example of that. Uh, anybody in the world, well, except for uh, Garth Snow, I guess, knew that he was not worth that <laughs> that contract. <laughs> uh, so, uh, uh, well, Steph, Steph Driver said... Ron Hextall. Ron, uh, Ron Hextall, yeah, sorry. Yeah. But Garth Snow probably would have taken right. it, yeah, Either way. Yeah, but, uh, Garth Snow would have probably given more. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'll give you Tavares. So, yeah, damn it. Uh, <laughs> damn it, Armstrong. Screwed up again. <laughs> Um, but we're not stupid. I mean, why we, can't we, we have a Mike Milbury still in we the can, league? We can yeah. tell. We can tell when a player is not performing up to his contract, and it's a bad contract. Um, not stupid. Uh, and you know, I don't. I don't see a problem with the GM. He doesn't have to come out and name people. Why can't he come out and say there's some guys this season that didn't play up to their contracts? I don't see any problem with that. He doesn't have to name them. Well, you know, in, he in, could, but oh, then, the, then then the next question I'll get is which players are those? The, the big tell for me was, again, and I've mentioned this on the show before, because Jeremy Rutherford, since he went to The Athletic, has been way more honest yes, he about has. what Much he more. has found, which has been great for coverage. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. And still why the best coverage you can find in St. Louis is Jeremy Rutherford. That's why I subscribed. Um, yeah. He, uh, he actually said at the trade deadline, did anyone ask you, because he they were pretty vocal, that they were trying to move some of the big contracts and he asked, "Did you move? Why? Or did you get any offers for Saboka and Berglund?" And and uh, uh, his response, Doug Armstrong's, was, "Yeah, you know, um, everyone knew they're available, but we didn't receive any calls." <laughs> well, why the hell do you think you didn't get any calls yeah. on those two? <laughs> because yeah. the contracts. Because again, it's because it's, the goddamn and, bloggers. And I see his point that he made Sorry, today. Guys. Honestly, I do kind of see his point in the sense of. These players aren't as bad as these bloggers are making them out to be. Because you know what? Jay Bowmeister could probably, we talked about it earlier, could probably still play in the NHL somewhere in a third pairing role. Patrick Berglund, excellent third liner if you surround him with a good first and second line. Vladimir Saboka, excellent fourth line player, if you yep. ask me. But the problem is they're paid to be scoring goals, mm. Berglund and Saboka in particular. Bo Meester's paid to be a top pairing guy, and, the, and and Allen is paid to be a number one, and I know he's not elite paid, but he's still paid to be a number one, which everyone's questioning whether he is at this point. But these contracts keep getting handed out to guys who aren't deserving of them, and it's just going to keep happening. contracts. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. That's a that's a dead horse that I don't think we need to beat. <laughs> no, <anymore. laughs> it's true. It's well, and it, and it, I mean, it just it's just Armstrong poked the bear 
Mm. Mm-hmm. By saying it today about stick with one animal metaphor at a time, please. <laughs> Beat a dead horse. Armstrong poke the bear, stepped on the lizard. You know, stepped on the lizard. Keep fucking that chicken. I like stepped on the lizard. I like that. Sounds like a personal problem. Uh, yeah. Uh, Armstrong squeezed the frog today <laughs> and got warts on his punched hand because he was full of shit. I think he punched the monkey. That's what I think. <laughs> punched the monkey. That's, never mind. That sounds dirty. Uh, what was the from the nineties? Uh, Shock the monkey. That's what it was. Shock the monkey. Peter yeah. Gabriel. Yeah, eighties. 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 Yeah, eighties. Eighties. Eighty-three or eighty-four. Time. Before my time. Mm. Mm. That's Are you era, really that young, Jim? It's an era that, uh, I was born in ninety-eight. Un- <laughs> 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 what? Give me that beer. <laughs> you is a big man. You shan't be vivid drinking memory yet. Memory of Roman Turek in two thousand. Yep. Yeah, I was yeah. three years old, sitting on my daddy's knee when that puck went in the net. <laughs> so you can't really complain about the uh, Eisenman double overtime goal because you didn't oh see it. Oh my god! <laughs> Thank God right. we get to end the season. Right. You mentioning the Eisenman. Uh, Thanks for listening, folks. <laughs> <laughs> Season's over. Hey, Bill, you were talking about leaving the Cardinals game early. At yeah. least you didn't leave the Monday night miracle early when oh. it was five to three. Oh, you left? Yeah, yeah you said you left that, didn't you? Yeah. I had to leave because my brother had to work and we listened to it on the way home. I looked at him and I said, I told you to call off work. Oh, I couldn't. I said, you just made me miss. That, that, I, you know what? that was when Lance was convicted of murder. Yeah. You know what? Uh, that's a, that's a, that's a day prison. where I'm just like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to be tired at work the next day. I don't care. I'm staying. I'm not leaving a playoff game early. I, I, there's know, no way. You know where we were sitting? We were sitting behind one of those obstructed view seats behind the big pillars that came down. But we could still see it. And I told my brother, I said, I think they're going to come back. I just have this strange feeling. No, we got to go. So I mentioned that to him all the time. You know, all these people. You know, we've got 500,000 people in the Metro East saying they were at that game. You know, when only 20,000. I was not there. Yeah, I was there, I was, but had to leave. I was at a uh, friend's house watching it. They had ESPN, and we didn't have it at my house. And uh, we didn't have cable. I was at Game Four, the uh, Hawks and Blues, the Blues sweep of the Hawks in '93. That was amazing. That was amazing. That was fantastic. I was at the Blues sweep of the Stars in 2001. That was pretty awesome. That was good. Yeah, that was good. Both both times at Belfort. At Belfort and watching Belfort break his stick over the goal because he's pissed off at Rob Schick for not calling a goaltender interference when Hall bumped him behind the net. Oh man, that was amazing. I was at, I was at the both Chicago games when the Blues played Chicago in the first round a couple of years ago, sitting in the club seats and Tarasenko scored and I think Steen scored to win the game. Yeah, and then I thought, man, they they look pretty good. And then they played Game Three, and I looked over at my dad and I said, they're done. I said they're not going to win another game in the series. Did uh, so talking about the '93 game when the when uh, Hall bumped Belfort behind the goal. Today's NHL with review, does that goal count? I I don't think anyone can answer that question. If you recall, I don't the, think anyone the play, can because the league the league doesn't that's, know. That's that answer. true because you never know what you're going to no, get. No, with. Yeah. no one but, can answer that question truthfully. Uh-uh. But I mean, contact was made. But again, he was outside of the crease too, behind the goal. Tell you what, that it was be, incidental. It really was incidental. That would be a fun summer thing to do. Go back is, is to have the NHL review old plays. Ah, that, yeah. but they would never do it. No, but because that they, would be no. Yeah, that would be a lot of fun to watch, like player safety review old plays and say, "Would you suspend this guy?" Yeah, it turns out the Bobby Orr goal against the Blues in the playoffs was offside. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That would be interesting to see, though. By today's standards, would this stand? Yeah. You know what? The NHL wouldn't do it, but uh, but 
some other well, we uh, can some other fan <laughs> site should yeah 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 content 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 all right guys uh, let's make this prediction now all four of us do the blues make the playoffs in 2019 oh god it depends on so many factors just yeah. yes or no yes no lance go ahead no I'm going to say yes. I'll I'll explain why I say yes. Because I think we're going to get... Uh, I'm generally an optimistic person, so that plays into this uh, quite a bit. But uh, I think with Fabry back, and I think they will make some moves to make the team better. I don't know what they're going to be. Hopefully they're... And, and, uh, and I'm not banking on injuries, so I'm thinking the team will be fairly healthy. So... Um, goaltending is the only thing that, that, that is my question. I don't, I'm not, I, um, I mean, I don't think Alan, uh, I don't think anybody has the utmost confidence in him having a consistent season. So I, I'm curious to see what's going to happen there. If he's still our goalie come training camp. Um, but, uh, so that's a big deal too, to not have, to not be sure about goaltending. Um, <sighs> but you know, we'll see. I, I think, I think changes will be made. The necess- uh, there'll be some changes made that uh, whether they're the right changes, I don't know. Um, but I think uh, I think Fabry back a change or two. Um, maybe we get uh, you know Thomas let's call up something to play out of camp, whatever. Um, I think uh, I think I think we're in because damn close this year with injuries and things. I, th- I think we're in. And yeah, I'll take the counterpoint to that. Um, not enough's going to change, especially in the the uh, administration, the uh, the uh, front office, the coaching staff. There's there isn't going to be enough change there. They're not going to change their mentality. We already heard there that whoever the young guys are coming up, they're only fighting for two spots on the roster next year because they want better depth with veteran players goaltending yeah it's gonna be jake allen and i I that worries me i mean that worries me so much yeah i don't have any faith in that and then the other thing that we we don't have control over other teams are gonna the blackhawks aren't gonna be a bottom feeder team next year No. no, well, it depends on Crawford. Yeah. I mean, too, because I mean, yeah. they don't they're, have. Yeah. They're if Crawford get a better backup, well, here's the deal, they'll though. Find a way to move Maybe. an Isamov's contract. They'll have some cap space. I heard he's allergic to his equipment. <laughs> I was just going to say that. Isn't he allergic to his equipment? I, I that he's been Seabrook allergic too. for the last ten yeah. years, they're but it didn't matter then. Way to move Seabrook. Yep. I and mean, someone will take him easy. Yeah. I think. Yes, uh, somebody will. Is does Broadjack get resigned? He better. He He's one of the few free agents on this team I want back. Yep. Well, you know, and I would say my answer is very similar to Bill's. You can change the cast and crew around, but if you don't change things from the top and you don't make adjustments from the top, which Mike Yo and Doug Armstrong haven't shown me they can, I just see the same mistakes happening, the same things happen game in and game out, too many shorthanded goals, you know, too many bench penalties, uh, guys not playing up to their contracts, and until – they change up top. I'm just really worried about this team. I don't think we had too many, too many men on the ice penalties. This year, that was like a couple weeks. Right, that was that was Hitchcock, a Hitchcock thing last year. Carried over to Yo when he took over, 
And I remember that there were a few early in the season yeah, this season. Yeah, there were a couple early in the season. But that's I think, when I, they just got to me. But I think that and I, I was like, oh, my God, this is carrying over this year. But then it got better. Man, now that you say that, I can't remember when the last time was they had right. too many men. Early in the season, I remember there were, the, there were a few. There were, they, there were like two yeah. or three in the first three, three or four games. I'm like, you yeah, are kidding did. me. And then, and then it tailed off. So, so Yeah, I did. the management doesn't change. The Blues don't change. So we've been talking about goaltending a lot on this show. We haven't asked the question yet. Why not Bennington? <laughs> <laughs> Why not Bennington? Why not? Talk, talk about a make or break year for somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's time to shine, boys. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Be managing Tim Hortons. <laughs> two years. Man, it's been a fun season doing this show. Yeah. Not saying the Blues. Yeah. It's the, been a you fun know what? season. You know what? Um, the, the Blues were fun to start the season, first couple months. And they were interesting after. <laughs> you know, I meant to go back and listen to our, I think it was our second show where we made our Central Division <clears throat> predictions. Yeah. I really meant to go back and write them all down. I know I was way off. Well. But I thought it was funny because in early December, our first show of December, I think, you said, you know, we just need to start believing that this is who this Blues team is. And, and Ponder was right. That they're <laughs> probably going to win the division. And as soon as I said, because... Because I think I said early in the season, okay, like at the 25 game mark or something like that, I said, you know then we'll revisit this and we'll say, okay, then we'll see, kind of see where teams are. And, and okay, teams that are off to a hot start at the 25 game mark, my gosh, this is, we're well into the season and maybe this is who this team is. And that's, I remember saying that about this team. This Blues team, I think this is who we have. This is a really good team. They've been good for two months now. So let's remember that and, next year. And after that, after as that. soon as we said that, yep, crash it, and burn. It, imploded. it was it was crazy. And there's there's a theory that I was reading around Thanksgiving this year that apparently it, this is a thing that the media apparently always talks about. If you're in the playoffs at Thanksgiving, nine times out of ten, the numbers are staggering that you are in the playoffs at the end of the year. Yeah, it, it's it's it it shuffles a lot. Like you might be at first, and you might drop down to sixth. <sighs> But apparently, most teams that are in the playoffs come American Thanksgiving. Yeah. They're in the playoffs. That's blues the, were the exception this that's year. The, that's the most bluesiest stat. Well, yep. a couple years ago, a couple years ago, who was a team that did that? They were in the playoffs in November and they didn't make it. I can't remember, but there was one team. But it is pretty rare. Apparently, who, it's pretty much like one team a year. And yeah. this year it was the Blues. Who did uh, going into the game against Colorado on Saturday, coming off Friday's uh, win in Chicago? Uh, Bill, who did you want to start the game on Saturday? Uh, Hutton. I said on Twitter, I said, I don't care, but his name's, his last name starts <laughs> H-U. Yeah. And I could said, who's Yeah, could right. Have been <laughs> so, could have been who's <laughs> Jeff? Uh, his name rhymes with Smarter Mutton. Okay. And uh, Lance, who were you uh, wanting I, to start I on Saturday? I said his name rhymes with Jimmy Fallon. Okay. And I was yeah. I was a... Uh... <laughs> 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 a minute. Jimmy Ooh. and I and I was I was in the Hutton camp, um, but like I said, at the start of the show, right. like well that, said, that, that game's not on Jake Allen. No, 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 no not even close, not even close. I'm just, I was just, Allen was was really well, really good in that game. So I, I, I have no, I, I, I don't know if Hutton could have been any better. So that and that this so so it doesn't matter. But I was just curious. Still, kind of think Hutton should have come in after the injury, but yeah, yeah you know what? That that's that's a that's something that that my cousin and I talked about today. Um, that uh, 
are you saying that uh, you're better than your backup uh, at like 70% or whatever he was? Not that it cost the Blues any goals or anything, but um, who, you know, and we're talking about a backup who was had better numbers than you the whole season anyway. <laughs> so, yeah. but yeah, but he, he, no, Alan was good. I, I give him full props for that game on Saturday. He was really good. Now, before we get going in the end here, I want to tell you guys, my son, who's in IT like I used to be, and he uh, gave me a 43-inch monitor, and it's a 4K. You guys look huge. It's oh, freaking oh, me out. Yeah, every time, every time Bill me. looks up at the camera, yeah. it's like he's looking right in my face. That's it's freaking me out. I'm looking it's... in your soul. Hello, Jeffrey. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, well, like we mentioned earlier in the show. Aren't you glad we don't have the thongs on this episode? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I'm just glad I'm glad you guys trim your nose hairs before, so I'm happy right. about that. Well, you know, we, we have the camera for the show mounted on top of the TV that's on the wall, so uh, we and the Cardinal game was on extra innings, so we're staring at the TV. I'm which, staring at Jim Edmonds right now, and I like to think that's yeah. you, Lance. Yeah, I, I I couldn't figure out if Bill was giving me the stink eye or if he was watching the Cardinal game. I, I couldn't tell. Well, now you know how I feel every time <laughs> when, when I'm talking to – these two and Bill's staring intently at me. I'm like, oh, man, really interested by what I'm saying. What the fuck? The only thing I'm missing is Bill's dog. You got to have the dog bark now and again. Or licking his face. Yeah. How's yeah. your dog doing, Bill? He's he's doing well, just still insane, insanely crazy and, yeah, obsessive. Yeah, we, had, we finally adopted a dog from Partners for Pets, and it's uh, – it's a, a Morky uh, uh, Terrier mix, so yeah, pretty cool little dog. Yep, great organization. I, I support. Yeah, they them. are great. Very great. Support them uh, as much as I can. So I just want to point out that on our outline that that uh, Kurt mostly puts together every episode, um, we always have a section that says "Up next for the Blues," <laughs> yeah. and and usually Kurt lists the games and the you know the mm-hmm. days. This year or this uh, <laughs> episode, he put "fuck this topic." It's <laughs> uh, uh, good stuff. Well, I guess we're we're probably wrapping up here. I just want to uh, echo the sentiments that I know uh, my two co-hosts have, um, in the sense that uh, we we want to thank everybody for listening all season long. For those of you who've been around since the start, thank you very much. Um, we always appreciate any type of rating you can give us on iTunes, Google Play, whatever you listen to the show on. Helps grow us a little bit and um, <laughs> in many ways. And uh, <laughs> trying to get serious, and I can't even be serious. I knew you were going to go there when you said it. Yeah, you weren't trying to be serious. Don't uh, God, bullshit. I just, I just can never yeah. be honest. I'm trying to be serious, and you make it. No, uh, you're not God, trying to be serious at all. sexual because I'm a pervert. Um, that's anyway. that's why you're on that side of the desk and I'm on this side. Oh, yeah. That's why <laughs> yeah. Bill's over Thanks here too. <laughs> Poor Bill. Hey, but no, every I, man I, for himself. I do want to thank everybody for listening, and and I always want to thank everybody who comes on. We've had a slew of listeners this year, and Lance, obviously, thank you for joining us for the season wrap up show. You want to uh, uh, tell folks again where uh, people can find you, Lance? I don't know if I should. Yeah. Uh, droppodcast.com is the website. Official The Drop on Twitter. You can email me at lanced at droppodcast.com. I'm not sure where or what are your, your off-season plans? Are you going to do any shows over the this summer? Are you going to do a lot of them? What do you, what's your plan? I've still got my season-ending show to do. I'm going to do it tomorrow or Thursday. 
And then I normally do a pre-draft show just to go over some of the top players, what Blues needs are. So I may have four, four probably four episodes, you know, from the the season ending one until the training camp starts. Okay. And I'm not sure what our other podcasts are doing too, but uh, I would just check in with them. I know uh, Jason Martin of the Blues Hockey Podcast is going to mm-hmm. be doing a uh, like a roundtable type show. He asked me to be a part of, so look out for that. Obviously, look out! Beyond, yeah, look out now! Look out for that. Uh, I'm sure uh, Beyond Checkerdome. I'm not sure what they're doing. Um, uh, the the Jamie Rivers Podcast, Blues NHL Podcast. Yep. Um, there's a bunch of them out there now. Two guys, one no cups, right? Two GNC. Two guys, no cups. Two guys, no cups. Yeah, they. Uh, <laughs> I saw so, somebody tweeted them. I saw and asked. Um, they, do you are you guys aware that that your name is associated with a famous disgusting porn video? That's okay. Now I'm gonna yeah. jump in here and say if they weren't aware, that's ridiculous. I know that's the whole point well, behind the name, right? Thing. I like, think they're aware because they named their. Twitter handle two G and C. Yeah, right. Instead of two guys, no. They cups. didn't know. No, no, they, no, they, they. Were okay, like, all yeah, right. I was gonna say, okay, like, all right, that's right. why we named our show exactly. This. Okay, yeah. but I thought that was hilarious. Like, what do you? We think that's just a coincidence. <laughs> Good lord! Oh, I wanted to say real quick, the Blues podcast with Jamie Rivers and Darren Kimball and Jim Cromer. They're on the same network as me, and their uh, last mm. episode is going to be Thursday. They normally maybe have one or two in the summer, but uh, Jamie and uh, especially Jamie. Jamie's always busy, and then and then Kimby's normally doing a lot too. Cool. Okay. And I know that um, the Puck Podcast they they've plugged our show a couple times when they talk about blues news. So mm-hmm. uh, they do every week. They still have a show. So cool. if you're wanting a, a blues, or I'm sorry, an NHL uh, <clears throat> pick me up over the summer, uh, even during the playoffs or in August. Uh, they always have a show going. So listen to them too. And we'll be doing uh, on uh, the Let's Go Blues Radio. We'll be doing. Uh, a show when news happens, I guess. Yep. The way it warranted. <clears throat> and then the Jeff Ponder or whatever and, fancy name he comes up with. Yeah. What'd you call it? Series. Uh, the, uh, the, inter- the, the Blues Interview Series? The Blues Interview Series. It's got to se- be something like that. Sure, yeah. Right? So you'll be doing some... Uh, I will take some good name suggestions for that. Okay. At, uh, hey, I, I got an idea. Instead of having 94. people at a studio... You could drive them around in cars and maybe drink you know, coffee with them or hilarious. beer. That is hilarious. On the way here, Lance, I yes. had that exact same thought with stealing yeah. Jerry Seinfeld's ideas. Yes. Well, yeah. And then, well, it was also stolen. Podcasting by, cars with Molson. It was also stolen by uh, Hawkman for the STL, uh, uh, STL Benjamin, Today. Yeah, ben the Hawkman. two Bens. Yeah, yeah they, oh, do the same thing. they do the same thing. They, yeah. they put the camera and they talk in the well, car. I'm not doing that. No, maybe yeah. I'll do it on the Metrolink. yeah i don't know your camera gets stolen yeah right you're i don't well i don't think you're gonna have uh, access to uh such weird vehicles as jerry does but right that's true that's true no but yeah do do be on the lookout for that yeah Uh, that i'm actually really excited about that sounds cool started it'll be a lot of fun we'll be and that'll appear in the same uh uh podcast feed that this show is so you don't have to change anything. Yep. You could call it Pondering the Blues with Jeff Ponder. Ponder this. Yes. Ponder Bring this. Gee, that's never that's been used before. No, I've, never, I've only used that for every website <laughs> I've ever written for. <laughs> you unoriginal bastard. Yeah. yeah, using your last name. What the hell's wrong with that's you? That's right. That's right. Uh, okay. Well, I guess... Uh... Well, real quick, I wanted to thank you guys for having me on. I know I've not been on a lot this year, but I have been on probably four or five times, and thanks for well, always uh, giving me an outlet to... Uh, 
to complain about and uh, be happy about besides my podcast. It's good to be able to talk hockey with other people and not just sit in a studio and talk to yourself. Oh, no, sure. It's always always fun to have you on. And uh, yeah, we uh, and we haven't opened the show up as much lately because our shows have been running long, a lot to talk about, and we just... That's what I figured. We're running yeah. out of time. We Half are, the time. We are going to honestly yeah. try and work on this over the summer. Right. And our shows we, have been too long. We, have, we, used to, we did trivia every show, and we've run, run out of time for that, too. We, we've cut trivia uh, each week, so yeah. we... We gotta. We'll, we'll cut back on the length of the, of the show. This is different. This is a season-ending show. We're just kind of BSing most of the time, but uh, so this is why it's longer. But m- majority of the shows we'll have, we'll work on keeping it around an hour. Yep, I agree. Um, so uh, that'll do it for this week's episode of Let's Go Blues Radio, the seasoning-ending uh, episode, um, our season recap. So don't forget to check out the Blue Sports Bar and Grill in Maryland Heights, Maryland Heights Missouri, and also mm-hmm. Center Ice Brewery in Midtown St. Louis. So for Jeff Ponder and Bill Day, I'm Kurt Price. That will conclude this week's broadcast of Let's Go Blues Radio. Thanks again, uh, Lance, for coming on. Until next time, everyone, let's go Blues. Let's go Blues. Go you Reds. Let's go Blues. Oh, my God, go you Reds. Uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. A look at sports. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. St. <laughs> Louis Blues. St. Louis Blues. Have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun. They're on their way to number one. Now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. Blues are on the ice tonight again. They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friend.